Welcome to Keith's Midnight Minorities. Can you lend a nigga a pencil? Welcome back, everybody, to the We're Not Billionaires podcast. <laughs> to the Broke Boys Club. What are you talking about? I was just kidding. I did win None of us all were that money. From we, South Carolina, so. We won nothing. <laughs> we won zero dollars and zero cents. I think I got. Actually, I, uh, I did win two bucks. <laughs> yeah, so you got two numbers? Oh, you matched yeah. the Powerball? Yeah. And then oh, another number. Okay. And then another number. Two dollars. Mm-hmm. But nice. outside of that, broke voice. Yep. That How covers many, the cost of the ticket. I mean, I don't feel like Keith fully committed to it. How not? He, he bought one ticket. No, I bought two of the the Mega Millions and accidentally bought ten of the Powerball tickets. <laughs> <laughs> Did you win the Powerball? No. All right, then. No. Well, that's up to $750 million So now. that's an L for so you. So you literally only had one ticket for the Mega Millions. Two. Two. I two. two. Yeah. I bought ten. Good for you. That's what I'm saying. You didn't fully commit. I intended to, and then I messed up. Pressed the wrong one. I forgot which one was what. Oh, my God. I got That's place, on you, the sir. The place where I bought it. Yeah, I said I messed up. Mm-hmm. The place where I bought it doesn't have, like, which one has, like, what value each one is at. And so I just forgot which one was which. So you went to, like, a little <laughs> stand and you were like, I want this, this, and this? Or did you ask the guy, hey. No, it was at a Kroger. And it's just like mm-hmm. that vending machine. That's it was super weird. Up. Oh, you didn't go to a gas station? You no. got to go to the gas hey, station, bro. Got to go to that. I was like, gas station, I know Kroger, bruh. the Kroger by me has the lotto thing. Now I know how to use it, so it's fine. Mm-hmm. It's gonna, actually a lot nicer because I just press some buttons. Good are go. you going to go more often? Do you, do you swipe your card? I don't think it had a card thing. I think it's cash only. Oh, so you, you cash had cash only? on you? Yeah, I had cash. Oh, that's weird. What the fuck? You're just weird for carrying cash. That's yeah, two buddy. L's. What? <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, anyway. People don't carry cash no more. I have zero cash on me at all times. I still have a little bit on me. Not much, but I'll I'll do the research on it. That'll be the next case. The lotto, yeah. So I can know if it's worth me actually <laughs> spending some more it? money on it. I mean, I know it's it's not statistically worth uh-huh, it, uh-huh. but I'm saying like if the money actually goes to something good, mm-hmm. and it's a decent amount of the money, mm-hmm. then I would treat it like that. What you what you called it, Mike? The the voluntary tax. The voluntary tax. Just do like 10 bucks here and there. You just got to do that research, and then we'll all be looking at it. Did that person who won already claim the money? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I would, and what is the consensus on what you should do? Take the lump sum? or? Oh, yeah. It's the lump sum. They'd mm-hmm. get like after taxes and everything, like $700 million or something like that. Or I know like the lump sum value that it lists is about 900 it was 960 yeah, that's, million that's before tax before the tax and then so and then the other one is <clears throat> the yearly payment or whatever yeah but you know or is it monthly that's no, yearly. yearly yearly yeah and then that one that one pays out more over time but it's over 30 years yeah and at that point they're they're just owing you money it's like I don't want nobody owing me the money and then they could go just, bankrupt yeah just give me all the fucking money now yeah that makes sense. Cut. Yep. That makes sense. But I mean seven hundred million dollars. Seven hundred million dollars. That's a boatload of money. That's a boatload. I wonder if 
I don't like. I don't understand. It's like, would people come after you, try to kill you for it? But I don't know how they would get it. I mean, they. Anyone who actually understands how any kind of money works, yeah, wouldn't be dumb enough to just say, "I'm going to murder you for this money." Yeah, like, I don't want to just have seven hundred million dollars. Or just like on me. take you hostage or something. I don't know. I mean, they could, but yeah, I guess they could take you hostage. <clears throat> but it's uh, like, how are you going to get away? Like, I don't. Yeah. How are you going to get away with this and then have the money also? I mean, just don't go super public with it. Just if be, you call the be police, low key millionaire. If you call the police, I'm going to kill you and your family. Uh, Give me the money. Okay, but where are you approaching this person? What? What do you mean? <laughs> like, you just you said, I'm going to kill you and your family. Give me the money. Where yeah. are you when you're saying this? I'm in their fucking house. Okay. <laughs> Were they asleep? Yes. But you're giving them the opportunity. <laughs> but you're giving them the opportunity to call the police. No, and I'm you're just saying, telling them not to do it. No, I'm saying. Wouldn't you rather say, "Don't scream," or "I'll kill you and your whole family"? No, they can scream all. I can scream all I want. Just, I don't care. Just don't call the police. Give me like two mil, right? And drop, then drop in the bucket. And then I won't fucking kill you. I won't brutally murder you. I'll kill you last. Out, you know. <laughs> everyone else. <laughs> Wow! In front of you, I will get a fork and ends up for that successful. But that then angle. they then they put out a ten million dollar hit bounty on your head. Then my, with my <laughs> two with my two million, I'm spending it all on bodyguards. Then what's the point of having two million? <laughs> what a what a waste, what a waste. of money! <laughs> now the what smart thing to do waste. is figure out who it is and then steal the ticket because the the cash value is the ticket. Ooh, that'd be scary. <laughs> that'd be so like going from your home to the. Oh, it must uh, be so nerve wracking. Like back, yeah. Just, oh, I'm gonna crash. I don't even know. How do you do it? Do you have to go? Where do you go to claim it? I know you don't for, go to the fucking gas station. Yeah, no. I, they have a list on the of rules, mm-hmm. and it's like anything over. I think it was two point five million. Is you have to go to the headquarters of wherever it's at. So like Mega Millions is nationwide, so wherever it's in, the headquarters is for the state. So for Texas, it's Austin. So I gotta drive or I fly to Austin, yeah, to get this I would money. Just drive. Fuck. So you can die <clears throat> in a car crash on your yeah, way you're there. Way more likely you, to yeah, hey, die. you just won the lotto. Now your chances of everything else, yeah, you no. have to be paranoid. Like I'm gonna die. Yeah, I'm gonna get struck by lightning when I'm outside. Yeah. No, I mean, low key. I, I one drive. time I thought I was gonna get struck by lightning. When. I was running outside and a storm just blew was this right recently? in. You remember that? I sent you that snap. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was not good times. <laughs> How'd you not know the weather? Well, it's because I knew it was raining earlier. But at the time when like when I got home, it was not raining. It was completely not. It was not raining at all. And I needed to get my run in fast before I went to bed and took a shower and all that. Mm-hmm. So I got back. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna go. I'm a you know, do a quick 30-minute run and then come back. And then, like, 15 minutes into my run, it started, like, sprinkling. I'm like, okay, this is not too bad, right? And then that <laughs> it was a monsoon. <laughs> monsoon came in, fucked my ass up. And then there was, like, I heard, like, lightning, like, like real close. <clears throat> I was like, I'm going to get fucking struck by lightning in this bitch. 
Maybe and then, like have electricity powers. It's all good. Yeah, yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, I you'd be a uh, static shock, bro. <laughs> <laughs> the Mexican static shock. Yeah, statico, statico shaco. That white man Spanish. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, that was not good because I was like running in the rain. And I, I was like, <laughs> just like the rain was like hitting me, like my glasses. I couldn't see, I couldn't see anything. It was just like coming at me like a wall. And I was like struggling to run. Wait, were you continuing your run or were you now running no, home? No, now I'm running home. Oh, okay. I was like, uh, where, well, where is this going? No, no, no. At this point, I'm running for shelter. That's where I'm running. Like I was running towards the library that's over there. Like, so I can, like, get up against a wall and, like, just block myself off from the water coming at me. Should have just climbed up a tree. No. Safest place. <laughs> There's literally no trees anywhere. <laughs> so, I was, uh, it was pretty rough. It was pretty rough. And then uh, I was soaked within just a couple of seconds. And then, like, the the water was, like, hella salty. Super salty. That's not good. Yeah. <laughs> hella salt. I was, like... This is whoa. This Are you is, sure it didn't just mix with the sweat? No, Are I was sweating. No, I wasn't sweating that much. No, it was like super salty. I was like, what is this? This can't be good. You just tasted all the pollution in America in your mouth. <laughs> yeah. So polluted yeah. the, the rain was salty as it came down and hit your lips. Mm-hmm. That's ridiculous. That was some cloud jizz. <laughs> Thank you. Some for that. cloud jizz. Thank you for that. Um, Where you like, I believe in a clean environment. Why is that? I was running and the, <laughs> the rainwater was salty. It was, that's your epiphany right there. It was yeah, like... that. That's what you came up with. It was like once... It was like maybe a couple of steps below like seawater. Jesus Christ. It was yeah. that salty? Yeah, dude. That's why, I tell, that's why I said I was in the little Snapchat group chat. I said, this water is salty. And then Keith came back with... That's that cloud jizz. I mean, I don't think I said that. You <laughs> at did. The time, did that's no. so yeah, gross. you did. You said that's so that gross. cloud jizz. I don't think I did. It's not going to be. It won't be saved because it's in the Snapchat. Let's see. That salty rainwater all um, over his mouth. Yeah, that was not. That was not good times. Did you feel violated by the clouds? <laughs> I got bukkakied by the, by all the clouds. <laughs> um. But yeah, that sucks having to go all the way to Austin to recoup the money. So do they give it to you? Like, do they give you? So all right, give us your routing number. Oh, I was trying to do. What the what fuck is, is doing? That? The what heck are you, are you doing? You're why are you? <laughs> What's up, Key? <laughs> why are you calling us on Snapchat, bro? I didn't mean to do that. And you can't stop it. it. There you go. How do you not? How are you not able to stop it? I stopped it. I closed out the app because I thought it would close out the. No, bro, you're making doing. a call, dog. What's up, dog? Can you see me? <laughs> yeah, I can see you in a little circle. <laughs> yeah, what's up, bro? Let me. Let yeah, me. you can see. I can see myself in the little circle. I'll probably be able to hear it on oh, your phone. Oh, it's gone. Yeah, I ended the call. That's disgusting. But um, so yeah, you just give them your, like your routing number, and then they just route it right to you, like the lump sum, or how do they do this? I have no idea. I think that's, that's why, why you have you to get a tax. Yeah, get a tax attorney to before start. you head down there. Shit. Be like, hey, bruh. I think it said you had like I'm good for it. 180 days to claim. Or yeah. Maybe uh, my girlfriend said I th- she thought it was a week. 
But I think the rules say like something about 180 days. I mean, people would just camp the. <clears throat> well, I don't know how office. it works. Like, what do you mean? Like, where you're supposed to go, people would just camp outside of it. I don't think you have to make it public. No, no. I'm. Well, I mean, you have to publicly go there. So people would camp out outside where you're supposed to go to reclaim yeah, the money. But all that, somebody but can all go claim it is, for you. Oh, someone in wherever mm-hmm. won the ticket or won. Like we know that it was a winning ticket was purchased at this location. Mm-hmm. So I think they make that announcement. Like the lottery makes mm-hmm. that announcement. Mm-hmm. And then it's not like they would release who you are until you well, actually I'm, choose to. That's what I'm saying. I'm not saying that. I'm saying they wouldn't know who was walking in to claim. But who else is going there to get to all go the in people there. that work there? <laughs> <laughs> well, then the whoever the paparazzi, you're going to be stopping everybody. Uh, oh, I work here. Yeah, you just be like, uh, I'm just here to claim a small amount of money. Just two million, two point five million. No, I mean you can go there to claim any amount of money. Mm. I think anyway. Well, then what if someone's just there killing everybody? <laughs> I mean that's a bit much. And they're happy just I just happen to be there. I wonder I, if people I would guess. be like, "Hey, I'm good for the money. Be my tax lawyer." I, okay. I mean that's what you you put them on retainer. Okay. So you have to put some money up front usually, but. Then you pay them. I'm just paranoid at that point when I got all the money. Just throw it all on my debit card. I don't think, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Up to this point, you're like keeping like, all right, I want to have $50 on my card. <laughs> That's right. I have to transfer money every time I go buy something. Throw it into my debit card. And then now, oh, don't worry about it. I got $700 million. Yeah. It's all good. So just throw it all in there. No. You'll never have to transfer money again. <laughs> <laughs> How much is that got? 20 mil? I'll just put it on the debit card. Put no, it on the debit good. card. Can you ask for it just to be all cash? Uh, no. I want I want all cash right now. There's no way. I want it all liquid. I, I haven't done the research. So <laughs> can't ask these questions yet. I want briefcases coming out this bitch. Yeah, that would be way too much money. To I, want try tr- to I want truckloads. You know what hoes love? Truckloads Truck of money? Truckloads of cash. <laughs> That's what I'm gonna say. All right, we talked about the yeah. lottery a lot last episode. Now yeah. we're talking about it this episode. We're a bunch of fucking <clears throat> losers. I was just starting it out by saying that we did not win. We are all losers. Yeah, we all fucking lost. The biggest loser here is Keith because he got he has to keep his hair. Whatever. Yeah, uh, Keith was <laughs> Keith, Keith was praying for all of us to win so he'd have new hair. He was like, please, please, please. Uh, I need a new toupee. <laughs> oh, bro, you it, have to do it the right way. Like I said before, if I won day one, you're in surgery. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but hey, before before uh, I buy my parents a home or anything like that, you you're getting a new hair. That's right. New hair, new like, scalp, bro. We're gonna we're gonna oh, take. Scalp? You're gonna get a cadaver scalp, bro. <laughs> from right. uh, that from, sounds gross. Yeah, bro. It'll be a black cadaver scalp too. I mean, if you want, I mean, we can get anybody. Yeah. We got enough money, bro. Hey, you want some uh, Japanese hair, bro? <laughs> we know you like that nice Japanese style. Hair. Yeah. What about um, like Chris Hemsworth? Yeah, the Chris Hemsworth hair. Oh, that's, yeah. That's like the one you want? Yeah, sure. <laughs> hey, hey, he's going to wake up. Taking him out, bro. Hey, hey we, <laughs> we're going to have liposuctioned you. Oh, come on. Put in uh, uh, fake pecs. <laughs> so I'm going to look like one of those people who has all the surgery to look like Superman or whatever? Yeah, basically. Nah. You'd love it, dude. You'd never have to work out again. 
you just have pecs on deck at all times. But Keep then if I work. wanted to actually work out, I'd just be like, Ugh. Yeah, but you don't, so you never have Keith, to worry what, about it. Would you let's see this this trade off or would the would you rather? Let's say you could have whatever hair you wanted, right? Any whatever day you're like, you know what, I feel like having this hair uh-huh. and it's the perfect way that you want it. Uh-huh. But the trade off is they they take out fat from your ass and they inject it into your titties, and then you have some like for real like titties. Like what size are we talking? Like a nice size B cup, C cup. Jesus Christ! Or it's like, whoa, this man, this guy has titties, like for real, like woman titties. What's the? I mean, are you are you taking? That's not a would you rather. That's just a. <laughs> well, I'm saying, would you would you rather do that or just keep the way you are right now? Keep the way I am right now. Oh, you're, you're a bitch. You can't come oh, in, are bro. You, are you taking that offer? No, hell no. <laughs> exactly. I just want to know where your commitment level is. Uh, not not that high. I don't care that much about the hair. Mm-hmm. When if it when if it was an a a cup, smallest cup possible. <laughs> Still no. I don't want. Yeah, you do. Boobies. Yes, you do. You want boobies, and you trade them boobies for your hair, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I don't all think right so. what if not true. what if it's like all right we'll we'll take five years off your life no no hair's not worth five years it's about quality of life okay and hair makes quality so much yeah. better yeah, potentially yeah nah, i don't know about just that. self-confidence in yourself you're like i got the best hair you know on the planet confidence without hair i know but it just helps it uh-huh whatever all right that's, i don't i don't think there's the, anything uh, that's like gonna make me go do something crazy for hair keith but you could run your hands through your head in pride <clears throat> and you'd be like oh feel the grease <laughs> the grease yeah because you know you don't wash your hair oh yeah i'm a dirty because, person over here oh no because you're a conspiracy theorist over you think shampoo and conditioner has caused your hair loss no, that hasn't caused my hair loss. <laughs> I was thinking about this the other day. If if we switch bodies, if I switch bodies with you, Keith, what's the first thing I would notice? I don't know. <laughs> like what's what's like? I've what's, only ever lived in my body. So. Like what's a prominent thing where you're like, yeah, I'm I'm living with this. Like you got like a pain in your back or something you always dealing with or no anything? No, nothing like special. No, no. That's pretty normal. Okay. I mean, I don't know because I've never been It'd in probably someone be, else's body. Man, my head is real cool. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. My head's cold. <laughs> 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 the wind <laughs> just off the top of my head. <laughs> I'm so aerodynamic. Yeah, that's that's what that, it'd be. That's how that would work. Yeah. Okay. Maybe I'm so aerodynamic. For me, I guess maybe if I switched to your body, I'd be like, oh, this. Maybe the beard would be like the thing. Oh. Sure. Yeah, I still think Since it'd be the bald really head, the beard. You have that. If you switch to me, it'd be like just the sideburns. Oh damn, his back is hurting because he's got too much dick on the front. <laughs> it's just it's got that ache. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that that dull ache. That's literally the first thing that you would notice. You'd be like, oh, it's so heavy down here. That's yeah. That's why I was really good at squats. That's the only reason. 
I'm used to carrying. What the about weight. you, Frank? What, what would we <laughs> notice about you? I mean, you'd wake up and your skin would be black, so <laughs> I'm pretty sure that'd be <laughs> it. it. You'd be like, "Oh my god!" Trying to drive around, getting Just pulled over. Instant second class <clears throat> citizen. Yeah. <laughs> that sucks. And if I was Keith, I'd wake up with all the privilege ever. <laughs> I'd use it for. Just this is this is Frank walking into the bank. Yep. I'd like to withdraw uh, two million dollars. What? <laughs> yeah, that's how it works, right? I'm white. <laughs> My name's Keith. I would like to get a one million dollar loan. Yeah, <laughs> you got it, sir. Just no process. Just... No credit check. Nothing. Oh, yeah, they look right. at a hey, chart. How, hey. how, what's your skin hey. color? They pull out a white man application. <laughs> it says, "Do Are you, you really white? want this money? Yes or no? Yes. Okay. There pull, you go. They pull. You know how they do that? That like cardboard test. They pull out the cardboard. They put it up next to your face. He passes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's just a thing. With like different skin tones, yeah. and they're like, "Oh yeah, you're white." And then they just they just give me the money. The darker you get, the the lower just. All right, uh, sir, because you're so dark, you owe us. Yeah, five hundred dollars. Turns out, turns out you owe us money. <laughs> Can't leave here until it's paid mm-hmm. off. Yeah, that'd be <clears throat> that'd probably be the first thing you notice. It's when people look at you, it's like, oh, I trust. Yeah, <laughs> and then I and then I rob them, yeah. beat them, dang, rob making, them, making yeah. me look bad. Hey, and I'd make sure not to wear a mask, bro. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> and hey, hey, and this switch only lasts for one day, so then the next day <laughs> you're just getting arrested, bro. <laughs> no, what you would do is you would you go into someone's house, right? You rob them, and then you say, "I just fucked your dog." <laughs> <laughs> and you just go into like everyone's house and just say that you fucked their dog, and then the ne- the next day the switch happens, the dog rapist, robber Jesus on the Christ. loose. Yeah, I'd be like, look at this face, look at this face. I go up to all security cameras. I'd be like this. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, look at this, holding back the hair. <laughs> I put fear in people's right, that, hearts. That was That's the mean. that was the key. Um, hair update of the week. <laughs> Why do we need weekly hair updates? <laughs> hey, hey, let's talk about this weight loss challenge. Oh, um, yeah. I haven't had any progress with that this week. Yeah, this week I fell off a little bit, but I'm coming back strong. I'm going to get on that row machine. <sighs> that get is, that heart that rate up. Workout. Huh? That is a good workout. The row machine? That's right. You should do it with me. I probably should. Yeah, you should. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> so how much weight have has each of you lost? In total? Yes, in total. I mean, since I've been trying to lose weight, 10 pounds. That's the beginning of the challenge, like when the challenge started. Well, beginning no. of the challenge, it's only been like three pounds. It's but been okay. like two weeks since the challenge started. <clears throat> so Keith has lost three pounds. Mike? Mm-hmm. I'm about the same. Okay, so they're tied right now, ladies. And remember, the loser gets beheaded. Oh, <laughs> oh is this Highlander now? <laughs> yeah. Hey, we just gotta add some, uh, you know, some uh, motivation. The challenge should be <laughs> okay. like who sticks with it the longest. I thought we had an end date. Yeah, there's an end date. No, no that's what I'm saying. Like if we, st- if whoever, no, no, there's an end date. No, no, that's what I'm saying. Like if you stick with it all the way until February, <laughs> and you're consistently like losing weight. 
Then we already both lost. <laughs> we no, just no, no, both no. Lost. what I'm saying is, who, if anyone gives up, they're like, "Ah, oh, fuck it, I'm done with it." Okay, I mean, I don't think if, either one of like, us is gonna do that. If like consistently, you're just like, oh, I haven't had any progress. I haven't had any progress week after week. Then well, we know you're fucking it up. <clears throat> okay, when's if Keith just sits on his ass until January and just goes straight? Tarzan caveman loses like 30 pounds. Then that's not it's not the point of the thing. He just won, bro. It's a weight <laughs> loss challenge. It's I not mean, a it's not a fitness no, commitment challenge. No, it's a um No, in, you can't change it. You're changing small, the rules now. <laughs> in the small print, it's you got to be able to do this legitimately. <laughs> not no fucking water weight Tarzan shit. He's going to go live with apes, come back a different man. <laughs> Tarzan man. Well, I think yeah, our... hey, hey, he'll have lost a bunch of weight because he got it both arms and legs ripped off by a gorilla. <laughs> He's like, I win. <laughs> I think he went of... that's what he does. He goes in and has his legs amputated. I think both of our goals are about uh, it's like thirty ish pounds around there. Why are you trying to lose thirty pounds? Because why not? Is that your ideal BMI? I mean, I'm I'm all muscle, Keith. Okay, oh, okay. Yeah. I keep. Muscle mass, even if I don't do anything. So you're Mark Wahlberg over here? Yes. <laughs> it's the freak of nature. The the fat is what you got to lose. So. All right. Mm-hmm. I don't remember you saying what your actual goal was. Yeah, I said it was like. I don't remember it being 30. It was like about 30-ish pounds, maybe. Maybe less. Go back and listen to the episode where we set this up. Well, I don't think I said it in the episode itself. I think we sent it. I sent it in the text after. Okay. So then we should do like periodic. Like I'll, I'll race you the hundred meter dash. I'll lose every single time. I'm terrible no, at running. Bro. Come on. Keith is so unathletic. I am. I Why are you see, so unathletic? I want to see you do like a full sprint. <laughs> like a full, like. I want to see Keith run for his life. <laughs> like, how fast is running for his life? Like, is it one of those, like, oh, the killer will stop running? Just, oh my God. You'll have tripped and it's fallen. That bad. <laughs> it's not good. He's got them big ass duck feet. Like, like, do you run like. That's what it sounds like when he runs. Hey, that's what it sounds like when he runs. All the effort I'm putting in. Clump, clump, clump. Oh, I don't have weird foot placement. Do you like lift your knees all the way up? I probably don't lift my knees all the way up. <clears throat> I mean, they used to like. I never really got taught how to run. Yeah, they used to teach us how to run. The la- That's the problem. The lazy L. Bring your knees up. Yeah, like I played baseball. I don't baseball. know how recent that is or how that's like what they teach now or not. I played baseball, but it was always. I mean, it was Little League, which is the time when they should have been teaching you how to actually properly do athletics. But it was always just like dads who were coaches. Mm-hmm. Well, they didn't teach us anything. They're just like, oh, yeah, hit the ball. Uh, just hit here's it. Here's how you field grounder. Catch pop fly. Mm-hmm. Uh, there you go. Run uh, run real fast. There you go. Yeah, it's just like, all right, get to the base. And it was yes. never like, here's how you properly, here's the running motion you need to follow. Yeah, none of that. So you're saying you were a disappointment since you were young, athletically. We should get you into like CrossFit. Mm, I don't know about that. 
You have a fucking heart attack. Probably. I have to work my way up. To you'd be like redlining all, at all times. <laughs> <laughs> gotta gotta work my way up to something like mm-hmm. that. Just running, bro. Just run. Get that cardio mm-hmm. up. I know. And then after that, your body will keep your catch up. Because your cardio will be there first. Yeah. And then everything else is going to be lacking a little bit. Like your quads, your glutes, your calves. All that will be like, fuck, dude. You need to slow it down here because I can't do all this. Your ligaments will be (laughs) pulling. That's what ligaments sound like? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, well... I have work to do, so. Yeah, so this is your weekly reminder. Yeah. Um, I mean, this is the Halloween episode. Mm-hmm. This is going to get released on Halloween. Oh, yeah. Ooh. It's a spooky episode. Spooky. <laughs> Although we, we don't should've... really have anything that's really scary. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. I mean, the oh, topic... Yeah. The, the, Mike's thing is dealing with some Halloween stuff. Is it? I mean, that's what they're the whole conversation. Oh yeah, yeah, is about yeah. Halloween stuff. Yeah, it so. is Halloween. I mean, yeah, that's a good comment we can talk we can talk about. <laughs> All right, so let's get into. Don't get us sued. Yeah, Don't get bruh. sued, bro. Mike's spooky, <laughs> spooky segment. That's called. America, do better. Or, no, wait, that's not the right segment. This one is, <laughs> is it racist? Or just put America, is it racist? Is it? Because we have to fear racism these days because you might lose a damn job. We won't be able to pay your bills and feed your family. Okay. All right. <clears throat> So in today's, uh, uh, this is kind of the new-ish segment. We might work this around. It's called "Is a Racist," where I find some sort of race-related story, right? Where I'm not even fully up to date on the story. I just know that there were consequences for this particular thing, and we discuss if it's warranted. Is it racist? I don't know. I guess we'll figure it out. So this particular uh, story is the uh, Megan Kelly, who is with NBC. She has her own show. I think it's called like what's it called? Megan Kelly Today. Yep. And there were, I guess, there's a panel of people talking about Halloween costume crackdowns, where people, you know, dressing up in offensive shit, probably. University targets inappropriate and offensive costumes. Yeah. So I mean, we've all been there. Right, go to a party, someone dressed up as like Hitler or something. We've all I mean, been I've there. I've never been there. okay. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so they're having the discussion about that, and it kind of goes off into um, there's a question, I guess, like a user question or a viewer question about like blackface or not being able to dress up as a certain you know in the costume. So that's where this conversation <clears throat> goes. All right. I'm going to play this video. 
Yes, because because so truly, you do get in trouble if you are a white person who puts on yes. black face yes. on Halloween, or a black person who puts on white face yes. for Halloween. See that lady like, in the background? Back when I was a kid, that was okay as long as you were dressing Another up as like a character. If somebody like, feels like something is offensive to them, then you should say it, and that's fair game. Yeah, and and you should be able also, to take it if you're going to dress up like yeah, that. Yeah, you got to be able to take it. Yeah. One of the things they mentioned is people dressing up like Nazis and this. If you think it's offensive, it probably yeah. is. Yep. yep. And one of my big complaints just about society right now is whatever happened, and I know how you were raised. I don't yeah. know how you were raised, but. No, that's questionable. Yeah. Um, <laughs> whatever happened to just manners and polite society? But on Halloween, on Halloween no, you've got guys running around with no, fake axes coming no, out of their what, head. But what I'm saying like you're gonna, is. You're going to be, it's going to be jarring. Right, but what I'm saying is in polite society, one, someone who's raised it would not think. That dressing as a Nazi is okay. Yeah. I don't know. Like look, I don't need the PC. Or painting somebody. I mean, I think that there are limits to how far you want and, to go. But we you're making know. people feel bad. But, we should, but I'm saying normal people kind of know where that line is. Yes, right. I mean, I have a son that dressed as a fireman with an axe and then insisted on carrying the axe around for like a week. <laughs> but, you know, you know? There, there was so, controversy on, so the, on the Real Housewives. So, yeah. There was a controversy on the Real Housewives of New York with Luann as she dresses Diana Ross. And she made her skin look darker than it really is. And people said that that was racist. And I don't know. I felt like, who doesn't love Diana Ross? She wants to look like Diana Ross for one day. I, I don't know how, like, that got racist on Halloween. It's not like it, she's walking around I, I have general. not seen it, but you, it sounds you a little have racist to me. Yeah. Me too. And by the way, I haven't seen the other, but if she really wanted to look like Diana Ross, she should have dressed as Michael Jackson. Because they... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I can't keep up with the number here. of people that... Oh, follow, just come on. We're already in the deep end. Literally. Of the I can't keep up with the number of people that we're offending just by being like normal people these yeah. days. Uh, okay. <clears throat> Let's talk about ours. Everybody... All right. That's the end of that. Um, so we can unpack that. Right? The first <clears throat> thing that she talked about was when she was little, Yeah. it was okay... Remember, I don't know, you know what background Megyn Kelly came from. I mean, clearly a conservative one because yeah. she was a conservative spokesperson for a long yeah. time. And I don't know if she came from like a upper class kind of thing or middle class. I mean, you can assume just by her her position, her you know skin color, all this that at maybe at least middle class, right? Obviously, there are poor white people too, but you know. I mean, maybe she's the American dream. Dream. She yeah. worked her way up. Yeah, I don't know. Nothing. These are all assumptions. So um, she said when she was little, you know, it was totally accepted uh-huh. that you can dress up, you know, you can put, you know, uh, change the skin color on your face as long as it's with a costume. Yeah. And um, she said, I don't, you know, that's not racist. I don't think that's a proper justification because just saying oh well it used to be okay so it should still be okay Mm -hmm. is not a good excuse well i think that it's more to the point where it's a little kid right the the little kid doesn't really understand the concept of blackface but the parent would the parent would and it's just it goes back to like cosplay Mm -hmm. like you don't have to make yourself look like the race of the person of the character that you're portraying you just dress up like them Mm-hmm. So the skin color doesn't make or break the character. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so you don't have to do. Like so, if I wanted to dress mm-hmm. up like Afro Samurai, I wouldn't have to be. You, you I wouldn't have to go full on blackface. You're not, you're not fully committed to the character then. <laughs> but 
I mean, if that's the only thing that was said, I don't really know that that warrants firing. Well, that was the first thing that was said. And then the second thing, because, I mean, they realized that it was, they were talking about, like, a controversial thing. Well, that lady in the background was very, like... Yeah, she, like, she had the, the faces going, ooh. Oh, they're, they're touching on they're something that uh, they probably shouldn't right uh, now. I guess she also had a story about how someone was dressing, say, Diana Ross. Yeah, somebody dressed up as Diana Ross. Blackface. And then, like, just for one day, wanted to look like Diana Ross. Is that racist? And then one of the panelists was like, I don't I haven't seen it, but it sounds racist to me. Yeah. And I mean I don't I don't know. I mean, like I said, that would be like a if you wanna be Diana Ross and you're a white uh-huh. person, like dress up like Diana Ross, mm-hmm. don't do anything to your skin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can still be like I mean I wouldn't imagine, I don't really but, know I mean, what Diana I, Ross looks like, but she I would probably have something I understand blackface, but it was always it wasn't always in context. <clears throat> like in the context, it was being malicious and bad and evil. I mean it was always used to represent black people because they didn't yeah. really allow black people like on camera or play, mm-hmm. so it was always used to represent black they'd, people and, black, it was and then they'd stupid people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then they'd color in their lips. Yeah, with the And even around their lips yeah. with yeah. red, and big so, lipped, black face. So let's just say, for example, you do pretend to be Diana Ross. <clears throat> and then, I don't know, is she like a singer or something? Pretty sure she is. Yeah. And you're a kid, right? And then you dress up as Diana Ross and you sing. I mean, sing. she's pretty light-skinned anyway. That's why yeah. they said to do Michael Jackson, brah. <laughs> Um, I mean, I would say like, but yeah, but the context is not malicious in any way. Is it? Is it still considered racist, or is it just like insensitive? I think it's more. I mean, I wouldn't say it's racist. <clears throat> I would say it's more insensitive. And I would say that you have to consider the historical. Yeah, but the context of, of it, because I mean, is it racist though? Is the person who does that are they a racist person? Do they think that white people are superior? To black people or colored people in any kind of way. I mean, not necessarily, but it's certainly insensitive. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is it's it's insensitive, on. but it is, I don't think it's racist. <clears throat> and if you do blackface in the way that they did it before, and you're doing that in a serious manner, yes, I would say that's racist. But if you do it, it context matters, especially with racism. So I would think that's not race. I think it's insensitive. Yeah, for sure. Like, you're not really understanding, you know, the history of it all and all that. And you still went along with it, especially as a parent. I don't think you would be considered a racist, though. Yeah. I mean... that's just, I mean, being called a racist, being considered racist, that's a serious claim. Yeah, but that's also... It kind of goes back to the whole idea that a lot of modern racism is the subtle stuff... Mm-hmm. That people just aren't thinking. They're just like, oh, well, it's a character, so it shouldn't matter. Yeah. I'm representing the character. I'm yeah, not representing... Just, I think it's more of um, ignorance is not an excuse. Like, just because you don't know any better doesn't mean it's not wrong. I think yeah. that's what it... It is racist, mm-hmm. but just because you don't think or know it's racist doesn't mean it's not. So, yeah, it is racist. They just... Even if no matter what, like, oh, I didn't know. Like, even if you honestly didn't no, know. I mean, what if you do know? Like, what if you do know, you do know the history of it? You still... you, I, I would I would hope, like, mm-hmm. I would never 
do anything to darken my skin to be someone else. Like, if I wanted to be a character, mm-hmm. it's about dressing up as the character. Like, she could have worn the wig to have, because it looked like she had some pretty distinctive hair. Like, maybe she has, like, a distinctive clothing look from some period of time. Like, do that. Don't do anything to your skin. Like, that's, I don't know. Like, whenever you start trying to represent yourself as a minority, especially, mm-hmm. there's kind of, like, there's no need to do that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, it is. It's a hard line to to draw, but okay. I so, would say it's more insensitive than flat out racist. Yeah, I would. I'm leaning more towards insensitive than labeling the person as a racist. No, we're not labeling, but what they did was racist. What like? What do you mean? Dressing up like if you dress up in blackface, mm-hmm. just because you don't know. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter your intent. But I feel like isn't blackface the whole show? Like putting on the makeup, and then especially the prominent like lip kind of thing, and then the way that you act as the character. No, let's see. You're trying to. You're like, I mean, oh, like that's have... like a putting a real strict definition on it. Yeah, yeah. What I'm saying, like, isn't like the whole intent of it is what makes it racist, not just the makeup on the face. Or am I wrong? No, you're wrong. Okay. It's the then whole thing. It's the whole thing. So it's it's so it's the whole thing, not just the makeup. Yeah, it's the whole thing. Like even oh, I'm just yeah, gonna take I'm, I'm just gonna take a piece of this mm-hmm. and do this. And just and if I just do this small part mm-hmm. of this entire racist thing, what you took from is still racist. So how is it not racist? What you took well, from was a hundred percent racist. Mm-hmm. So that means what you're doing is still a hundred percent racist. So what if you take out, let's just say you keep the makeup, take out everything else. Is it still racist? Yes. You're pulling from <clears throat> something that's racist. Okay. I'm just, in this situation, I lean more towards... I'm not saying that person mm-hmm. is racist. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying the action is okay. a racist it, it's action. It's a racist yes. act. Yeah, it's a racist okay. act. You might not know it is or think mm-hmm. it is, but the act is racist. Doesn't mean you are racist. You probably didn't know better, but that doesn't that does not make what you're doing not racist. That just means like, oh, if you had learned or had somebody had talked to you, you probably wouldn't have done it. But what you pulled from and what you're doing is still racist. So the act itself is racist. Now, if the person is racist, that takes a little more introspective. Oh, what are their actions? What do they do? But mm-hmm. for sure, dressing up in blackface is racist. Doesn't mean the person doing it for sure 100% is a true racist. I can agree with that. Mm-hmm. I mean, so what about like we put on like a dirt, like a <clears throat> Michael Jackson Jerry curl, but no blackface? Like a wig? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you can buy those in stores. Yeah, like, the, what if you had the whole suit on and say, oh, that's Michael Jackson, but no, like, you didn't lighten your skin up or dark, whatever. I think, I'm thinking, like, the thriller, like, that whole costume. Uh-huh. He, was, he was black at that you time. The, the red jacket with the zippers? Yes. Yeah. That's not racist. No. I mean, that's okay. just the way that he dressed. Like, saying, like, you can't just say that taking... The way that someone dresses, mm-hmm. just because like I'm a white person, if I wanted to be Michael Jackson for Halloween, like dressing up as Michael Jackson wouldn't be the racist part. Would that be appropriating culture, though? I mean, we've kind of talked about this before. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. Uh huh. Because especially because number one, he's like a he's a pop star. Like he was a huge popular icon. Like you, the expectation would be that people would 
dress up like him, and they have for a very long time. So, getting away from that, Frank, what do you think about her comments during that discussion? Like, they were just having a conversation. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it wasn't... She didn't come off. I'm not... To me, she's not a racist, but, I mean, she didn't sound well-informed of what she was talking about. And she kind of... It sounded to me like she was basing it more on her reality as a child. Mm-hmm. Like the fact that, oh, it was always seen as acceptable when I was younger, so why wouldn't it be acceptable and today? And she, I mean, then she mentioned, like, she doesn't want the PC police, like, you know... Mandating. Limiting what she's able to do or, you know, what you're able to do to, you know, costume-wise. Or, yeah, for sure. But, I mean, this is... This is just different, man. <laughs> this is This has a true uh-huh. racist malicious mm-hmm. background like, even mm-hmm. if your intent isn't malicious yeah like oh i'm gonna do the same exact thing but mm-hmm. i'm just not gonna be racist it's the, still racist yeah the historical context of it still makes it racist it's like oh i can't do that like it I don't know, just anything that would actually darken your skin to a tone that you couldn't naturally get to through like tanning or okay so then what if because you know girls wear makeup they yeah, I mean, they try to match their skin. Yeah. Sometimes they fail. Yeah. And the <clears throat> foundation or whatever just seems to be darker than their actual skin. Is that racist? I mean, no. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, that's not like mm-hmm. saying that she's like someone isn't purposely mm-hmm. like intent does mm-hmm. matter. Mm-hmm. It's like if your intent is to look black and you're trying to darken your skin to look black. You're probably, right, what if you tan? I, I mean, tanning is that's a natural reaction of the body. Mm-hmm. I can't but, tan, so I couldn't do that. Let's say you were like, you know what? I want to look good for these photos. I'm gonna go in and get that spray tan. I want to look. I want to look darker than I am. Spray tanning isn't. Yeah, but racist. are you going in to be like I'm gonna come out a black person? <laughs> no. Okay then. <laughs> The whole like, that her whole conversation was about you, she wanted somebody like, being white, she wanted wanting to, like to Ross. yeah, be black, paint their skin black, and I just want to find, just want to find the line here. I mean, it's real hard to define. Like, I'm not gonna sit here and say, no, the line's easy painting. to define. It's I am painting my skin mm-hmm. to look like that of another race. That'd yeah, be like if you wanted to dress up a Native American, you put on red paint all over your body racist you wanted to dress up like an asian person and you pulled your eyes back fucking racist okay. doesn't matter what your intent is it's all fucking right. racist all right what about this what about this um let's say halloween time right let's say the day after halloween you have like a, some photo shoot you got to go to and you're like you know what i want to look good for this photo shoot so i'm gonna tan a little bit right day of halloween you're going to a costume party and your costume is unfortunately a Native American. Unfortunately. <laughs> I think if you think but, that it's unfortunate, you're probably not going to dress up But you tanned like... the day before Halloween. So mm-hmm. you tanned for the photo, not for the Halloween costume, but now you're darker and you're wearing the in the Native American costume. Is that racist? Okay. So they're tanning. <laughs> it's so dark that it's just that, yes. that well, crazy. Well, Native Americans That's... aren't that dark. Some of them can they some of them yeah, can be like my skin be, color, but a lot of them are pretty pale skin. Mm-hmm. But you're getting a tan. You're getting darker than what yeah, you are. Yeah, but what you're proposing mm-hmm. is not possible. 
Like you're you're not going to tan that dark in one day. So what you're proposing so for a real life situation spring, no, 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 is not let's possible. Just, let's just say Keith does get darker. His skin tone does get darker. Let's just say he, we give him a week, right, where he's able to get his skin to where he wants it to be a nice tan color, looking like a Adonis. Yes, nice and oiled up. A nice Greek god. Yes. Okay. <laughs> and then he's like, oh, you know what? I didn't think this all the way out. I'm going as a Native American this year for Halloween. I already bought the costume. I'm going to go to the to the Halloween costume party, right? And then, oh uh, yeah. And then the day after is when the photo shoot goes on. So is that racist? How dark is he getting? He's getting pretty dark. <laughs> so he's getting am I getting inhumanly dark? He's getting like to work like my skin tone, just a little bit darker. That's insane. Yeah, that's not possible. I, I mean, with a spray it. tan, it's possible. Yeah, spray tan. Yeah, spray tan. But yeah, that's what I'm like... saying. With a spray tan, he goes to get a spray tan. I mean, is it racist? <laughs> <laughs> I would probably but lean towards it... no. Uh-huh. But I mean, the whole uh-huh. Native American yeah costume thing, like, or you're or you're dressing up as like Pancho Villa or something. Someone who would be of a darker skin tone. I don't know. That's real hard to say. Okay, we'll think. We'll think on that one. We'll give you an answer next. Well, if week. he if he was like, yeah, I'm gonna have a donkey, a poncho. Yeah, he's racist. Hey, poncho view had all that stuff. Okay, yeah, I mean, so like, yeah, he'd be racist <laughs> even if he even his, if he yeah. Well, I mean, representing it like historically accurately, uh-huh. just because it matches a stereotype, mm-hmm. I don't know that that makes right. it racist. Just, oh my god, well, this motherfucker you, tan. You just had like a bandolier and a sombrero. And everybody noticed that you had tan. <laughs> I would you're, say yes. I, like, I would say the per. Like, I would say the perception uh-huh. would be yes. Yeah. He's racist. Yeah, the perception okay. would be, but the intent wouldn't yeah. have been yeah. that. But okay. we're not talking about intent. Your per. It's the perception. I mean, I think you you do have to consider it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, but, if you don't think about it, you're a dumbass. Because honestly, yeah. people's perception is not reality. Like I have a huge issue with people who believe that perception is reality, because mm-hmm. it's not. Um. Just because you look at something in some way doesn't mean that someone else can't look at it in another way mm-hmm. and it still be mostly right. Like opinions are very dra- dramatically between people mm-hmm. and viewpoints do as well. So, I mean, it's just, I don't know. That's something that's real hard to say definitively. Like if you're, I would never try to get that dark, A. Eh? <laughs> I have no intention. Like I know I can't tan. I have no interest in doing a thought, spray tan. Have you ever thought? You have never thought about doing spray tan. God no. no. Uh, we used to work with a guy, spray tan all mm-hmm. the time. You know who I'm talking about, right? Oh yeah, yeah. <clears throat> uh, it always looked bad. Like, I've never seen a spray tan that looked good. Yeah, it's I like, mean, look at Donald Trump. Yeah, yeah, the orange man. Yeah, like that's usually what it turns out. Like maybe for the first couple of days, it, it's like okay, yeah, you look pretty good mm-hmm. but then eventually over the next few days it starts to fade and then you just look like a freaking pumpkin okay well all right we're past the spray tan conversation now play the um the the apology where she apologized go back a little bit so at the very beginning i want to begin with two words i'm sorry after making some controversial comments Get this guy oh off of here okay here we go that's a pretty uh, crappy that, that's quality. The whole, that's like oh. the whole... Oh, uh, we should have just watch this. <laughs> yeah. But where's her... That apology? Man, get this... 
Wall Street Journal looking ass <laughs> in the bubble, low quality, 480p looking ass boy. <laughs> he just used his iPhone, all right? Just do like apology. Making Kelly's blackface remarks. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the show. I'm Megan Kelly, and I want to begin with two words. I'm sorry. You may have heard that yesterday we had a discussion here about political correctness and Halloween costumes. And that conversation turned to whether it is ever okay for a person of one race to dress up as another. A black person making their face lighter or a white person making theirs darker to make a costume complete. I defended the idea, saying as long as it as it was respectful and part of a Halloween costume, it seemed okay. Well, I was wrong, and I am sorry. One of the great parts of sitting in this chair each day is getting to discuss different points of view. Sometimes I talk and sometimes I listen. And yesterday, I learned. I learned that given the history of blackface being used in awful ways by racists in this country, it is not okay for that to be part of any costume Halloween or otherwise. I have never been a PC kind of person, but I do understand the value in being sensitive to our history, particularly on race and ethnicity. This past year has been so painful for many people of color. The country feels so divided, and I have no wish to add to that pain and offense. I believe this is a time for more understanding, more love, more sensitivity, and honor. And I want to be part of that. Thank you for listening and for helping me listen too. All right. That's the apology. I mean, the apology seems legitimate. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, the only part that I don't, I guess, where every, I guess, where she's learning is. She learned that it's never okay to do that. Yeah. Right? Um, and so she learned that. And then I guess it maybe as a public figure, this is something she would must have learned or she would have had to learn a long time ago. But I don't know. I mean, maybe the, the topic never comes up a lot with her. I mean, like she said, she's, a, she's not exactly a PC person. Yeah. <clears throat> and... A lot of, at least in my experience, conservative people tend to not consider the way that things will be perceived. Um, it's not. Like you a, just say it because we've. That's just the way it is. You just say it as that's what I'm thinking. That's or it, it comes that's from a the, colored boy. It mm-hmm. comes from the same kind of thing that she was initially talking about. Like it was okay mm-hmm. where I came from, or it was okay when I was a kid. So it must be okay in wider society, but that's not usually the case. Because, mm-hmm. um, yeah, like I grew up, like family had like those little, you know, those statues with like the black kids holding lanterns, like the slave stuff. Wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, grew mm-hmm. up around those, hearing the N-word all the time. Just oh, used, man. Used nonchalantly. Mm. So, like, if I, I always felt like it was like, oh, I shouldn't be saying that. Mm-hmm. But um, <clears throat> I also grew up around a lot of non-white people. Like, all my friends growing up were usually Hispanic. 
Mm-hmm. So I feel like that helped me to have a different perspective from just hanging out with a bunch of white people all the time. Would they tell you just, you're a blasphemer? For your you're a blasphemer for hanging out with them colored boys. No, it was just usually one of those things where most of the younger people in the family, so like my parents or like my grandpa, it was usually like my great grandpa who was the one, you know, saying some stuff. Mm-hmm. So most of the people who were younger would would bring up like, oh, you shouldn't ever talk like that. And that's, you know, so I knew. But it was just kind of like they accepted that. Oh, that's just how he grew up. So that's how he talks. He was never checked into the way he thinks. Like at least not by family. Not while I was around. He's too far gone. Just he's that's he's set in his ways. Yeah, there's no point. That was kind of the justification, at least Mm -hmm. that I saw. So, yeah, that's just kind of the the thing that I kind of took away from that. Like that's what it seemed like in her original thing. It was just mm -hmm. she. That's the way she thought about it. So she didn't really put any extra thought into it. Yeah, I mean, if you get like older. Maybe potentially white conservative people together in a room <clears throat> and they're having a conversation about whether it's racist or not. Probably most of the time it's going to come out to, nah, that's not racist. Right? Um, so maybe that conversation was just, it's it wasn't considerate to the other perspective. Oh yeah, I mean that's so usually like, the issue is that yeah, people don't, so if you have don't like take in other a room full of uh, you know of kind of older conservative people and they're like, is it okay to dress up as you know Diana Ross, a kid dressed up as Diana Ross, you know darker the skin a little bit, wig on, you're right, you know dress or whatever, they'd probably be like, nah, that's not racist. That's just Diana Ross. That's just Diana Ross. That's just that nigger lady. But in, <laughs> But and then if you incorporate another mm. perspective, right? For whether it be a you know a colored person's perspective or just someone who is not that walk of life, yeah. not like conservative or whatever, maybe they'll be like, "No, you guys are wrong. That's kind of racist, or that's like not cool to do that." And then so maybe that's just kind of the way she was brought up, just surrounded with the. Well, yeah, I think anyone who does the whole like I don't believe in PC stuff Uh like they tend to be of that mindset like oh you shouldn't tell me i'm wrong because this is the way that i've always lived Mm -hmm. like well you don't learn unless you figure out that unless someone tells you that this is wrong like if no one ever told you that stealing was wrong you'd probably just steal because i mean hey i want that let me Mm -hmm. take it but people tell you that something's wrong that's how you learn and then you don't do that thing anymore so the repercussion for this, even after the apology, was NBC <clears throat> axed her show. I don't know if this is the sole reason, but I mean it's the timings right on. So it was like not even a week later yeah. they axed her <clears throat> show. I don't know. I don't. I feel like uh, it's not warranted to cancel. Yeah, the show. there has to be something else going on. It has to be like Papa John's. Yeah, maybe this was <laughs> like, like they, the last they, straw, or or they yeah. wanted her out. Uh, they, they could but, have been looking for any reason, and then they just took this. Like, oh, this is perfect. <clears throat> yeah, but they them wanting her out means they have to pay her her full contract. Yeah, but that's just kind of like if they look at it as we don't want her on our network anymore, mm-hmm. we'd rather pay the money. Mm-hmm. We'd yeah. rather pay the money and get you her out. Get her you have to have a reason for termination. We're going to use mm-hmm. this as our reasoning. And I mean, there you go. I mean, that could have been what it was. 
unless they actually release NBC actually releases any additional information. Mm-hmm. I mean, who knows what the reasoning truly well, is? Maybe they did post one. You might want to look it up, like the reasoning. Statement on Matt. Statement on Donald on Trump. Megan Markle Kelly today. Uh, not returning after blackface. It's that's people. I don't know if I. I guess maybe. The, uh, I mean, I wouldn't really trust yeah. people as a legitimate news source, but. Mm. Multiple source confirmed people Thursday that Kelly's hour has been canceled. Uh, Imminent departure from Emmy NBC. Uh, representatives of Kelly are scheduled to meet. No, no, nope. Conversations had already started. Wait, when did this happen? Uh, I think this happened like earlier this week. According to NBC, as of Thursday. Yeah, so that's <clears> this <throat> Thursday. Yeah. Uh, she's 47 years old. Mm-hmm. Damn, she looks good. <laughs> <laughs> she looks good. Outcry on social media. Just a bunch of Twitter people. Um, wrong. You're racist. Uh, I guess whatever. I mean, uh, I guess it doesn't look like they put out a, a yeah, statement. It doesn't really matter what the intent, what they, what they are using as their reasoning. They mm-hmm. did it. It is what it is. I don't. If that's their sole reasoning. I don't think that it's really warranted because mm-hmm. um, it's not like, I mean, it's not enough for me because it's, it's not, it's not enough. It's not like she came out and was then like, well, I mean, that's just the way I grew up, guys. You got to get over it. Yeah, it is what like it is. This is what it is. Yeah. Like if she had come out and like tried to defend what she said <clears throat> as just like, oh, that's just the way I think yeah. or whatever. You're not going to change my mind. I can dress up as any black person I want. So yeah. that apology, you you felt that apology, you were like, all right, that's sufficient. As a black man? As a black man, Frank? You uh, felt like she was sincere? No, nah, I mean. You can never tell if they're sincere. Or not. Yeah, but I'm just saying, based on what she said, yeah. I didn't think it was enough to fire. She just, it, like that one comment said, she's just ignorant. Yeah, I mean, ignorance happens everywhere. We're all ignorant and plenty of stuff. Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't think that just because I said something that was ignorant of a greater issue, mm-hmm. and then the next day I'm like, oh hey, I looked into it, or you know, thanks for explaining that to me. I'm sorry, my perspective was wrong. Yeah, I mean, you, you like, can always learn. You shouldn't. I shouldn't be fired for. You know, saying something that was ignorant because I didn't know, mm-hmm. or because my thought process was wrong. Like you have to be willing to learn and grow. If maybe, you don't give that opportunity, then maybe they just, just like lost confidence in her. They're like, we trusted you not to do that. That's like a big controversy. That I mean, why would you I, say that, you freaking idiot? I think yeah. it ultimately comes down to like if there's additional reasonings behind it. Like <clears throat> yeah. they just wanted to get rid of her or this was like her last strike or something like that, mm-hmm. then, you know, whatever, that's 
the business's decision, mm-hmm. okay. But if it was like this is their sole reasoning, I don't think there's enough reasoning behind it. Okay. All right. Well, that was the segment. Is it racist? <laughs> it will continue in another, I guess, another facets. It won't be every week. But I will present the story to the panel. We're a, or a diverse panel here. So, so diverse. So diverse. So that's the segment. Let me know if you like it or not. On that Twitter. All right. So what's this next video? Why are we playing this? The next video is I asked you guys last night, you know, if what, like if I was to say what makes something funny, right? Like what would you say? I didn't see Frank's response to that. Yeah, I didn't see Frank's either. I don't remember getting this question. (laughs) (laughs) Keith answered. I did. And then Keith said, or what was your response? see what did i say <laughs> I, <don't remember. laughs> I think i said it was like uh, for me it's more about if it's just kind of ridiculous but a little believable i kind mm-hmm. of like the irreverent comedy kind of thing yeah um and then maybe a little bit socially unacceptable because i love i love like dave Chappelle's stuff about race comedy and stuff like that because mm-hmm. it usually ends up dealing with more bringing up more issues for people to actually discuss than you know serious discussions comedy is a good way to get tension filled Mm -hmm. topics out there Mm -hmm. for people to talk about but in a in a good way that doesn't get people angry okay okay so i was just reading last night i was thinking of i read a story of what makes someone fun right like what like uh you know we just know that some people are fun some people are not fun Mm-hmm. So like I was reading into it like what is the psychology of like the characteristics that someone would have that would make them fun like a mm-hmm. fun person and then from there I'm like fuck that I don't want to talk about that I was like <laughs> what would be easier would be what makes something funny okay right uh-huh and then so I started going into that and so I found kind of what the leading what the popular theories are for explanations on what makes something funny mhm and then so the theory would be could be ap- applicable to anything that we consider funny. So that's why I brought this up. Okay. So each I'm going to run through every theory and then see if we if it applies to this situation. So we play in the video first and then No, I'm going to go to this through the theories and then play the video. Okay. Okay. This isn't like some Sagittarius Leo Taurus shit, is no, it? No, Where no. it's so general it applies. No, no, no. <laughs> if you are sitting in a chair right now, you probably think this is funny. <laughs> no, no. It's uh, the first theory is the superiority theory. Okay. This is I think this is the oldest one. It's um, it kind of uh, comes from Aristotle and Plato, right? Where they um. I guess they're suggesting that humor results in a situation where there's a sudden realization of how much better we are than our direct competition. Okay. So uh, <laughs> just to kind of explain a little bit more. Um, so in this situation here, you, everyone knows the clip where Dave Chappelle, baby on the corner. I mean, everyone in this room does. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, I don't know. Every, Every, everyone I mean, listening. You're going to realize it. So it is... Basically, we're laughing at someone because of the position, right? <laughs> we're at a higher position. Like, just this situation, there's a baby, 
on the corner, right? I think you should just play the clip. Right yeah. Now. It okay. And we'll then play talk the clip. about yeah. The... We'll play. The, I'm just still kind of working out, but yeah, play the clip. I think you should play the. We should play the clip, and then you go through each theory. And okay. We say and which we'll, one applies we'll best. Which right. Yeah, we'll we do think. it that way. I look out the window. It was a fucking baby standing on a corner. The baby didn't even look scared. He was just standing there. <laughs> I mean, it made me sad. It made me sad, really. Cause, you know, because I wanted to help the baby. <laughs> well, mm, I don't trust you either. I'm sorry. Click. <laughs> All right, pause it. So in this situation, he is in the ghetto sitting in a limo as opposed to the baby that's sitting outside on the corner, baby's not really reacting to its environment. It's just like, this is where I am. I'm in the ghetto. I'm poor. I'm a baby on the side of those on the street, right? That would be the superiority of him in his position laughing at the baby in that situation. So that's the superiority theory. I guess. Which applies, I mean, technically in this situation, I mean, this is an older theory, I mean, I feel so, like that would apply more to the audience and mm-hmm. like more self-deprecating comedy. Yeah, I mean, the audience was brought along <laughs> in the story with Dave Chappelle, so they're they understand his privilege or his superiority, and then contrast it to the babies. Yeah. So that's one theory. Okay. Now. The next one is called the relief theory, which is kind of a little bit about what Keith was talking about. This one's just a little bit more modern. It's from Freud, right? Whoa. <laughs> and um, Freud kind of goes into this. Uh, believe that there's like a, some buildup of tension in on here in all humorous scenarios, and the perception of humor is directly related to the release of tension. Okay. Right, so in this situation here, it's a baby on the side of the you know, in the ghetto. So in it's the a ghetto. dangerous situation. Yeah, it's very it's there's tension there, and then he releases the tension later on by saying you know hey you know the baby's selling oh, the weed baby's selling weed yeah, yeah. That, it's like if, if the baby was on didn't the play that part yeah no we didn't play didn't play that part that's but, the best part <laughs> all right keep playing it play the whole thing because he click clicks and then he rolls down the, the old window right baby on the corner trick eh. <laughs> You're not going to fall for that shit. <laughs> Where's this limousine driver? You know, I stopped feeling bad. As time goes by, I start feeling worse. Like, man, what is wrong with me? What the hell's wrong? I'm See scared building of attention. <laughs> man, this baby could be in trouble. He might need my help. I got to do Attention. something. But I wasn't going to get out the car. <laughs> I'm serious, man. I just cracked the window a little bit. There's an old limousine. I can roll it down. (laughs) Hey, baby. (laughs) Baby, go home, man. It's 3 o'clock in the morning. What the fuck are you doing up? (laughs) The baby said, I'm selling weed, nigga. I said, oh. That's the relief theory, right? There was tension that was building up, and there was relief 
when baby's <laughs> like, hey, I'm selling weed out here, okay? So, I mean... When the baby is the in, in a In a funny situation <laughs> with these theories, you should be able to apply it to everything. So, if I bring up other clips, it would still apply, okay? Uh-huh. Um, so, the next theory is the... I guess this is how you say it. The incongruity theory. Hmm. It's basically, it's unexpected. Right? So it's kind of the irreverent comedy kind of thing. Yeah. So, um, let's see here. The theory... Primarily refers to written jokes. It says when identifying what makes a humorous situation funny, this theory can be applied broadly. It can account for laughs found in many different juxtaposed concepts. So they give examples like, um, I have an EpiPen. My friend gave it to me as he was dying. It seemed very important to him that oh, yeah. I have it. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> So it, there's um it's very uh it's exactly what it sounds. It's um there's the juxtaposition of things right like a like how do I say it? I remember that Skittle commercial. Remember that Skittle commercial? Which one? The one with the Asian guy wearing like a Scottish Oh yeah. Uh <laughs> Like a dress or whatever, eating Skittles. You mean that cultural appropriation? Yeah, that one, <laughs> right? So this one, I guess, let me just understand this one a little bit better. So let's see here. Okay, so in this one, obviously in the first person, the person clearly misinterprets his friend's dying wish. In the second, the phrase remains, oh, I didn't read about the second one. This one I don't really understand too well, the theory. Okay. It's not really explained too well in this. So I just want to move past that one. Okay. okay. The next one is the benign violations theory. It's bad but harmless, which I think more kind of goes into this one. All It applies here as well. Um, baby's out on the road. <clears throat> it's, you know, it's, just, it's just selling weed. Right, and it's not it's it's bad, but it's not like the worst thing. Then they also explain that if the baby was on the street and it was like laying down and dying, that's not funny, right? <laughs> if it's on the on, if it's on the side of the road and it's selling weed, that's benign, and it's funny. So, um, I think I mean. I think the benign theory is really good, especially in this situation. And then the one where it's like it's unexpected. There could be like a good mix of those two theories. The yeah. older one with like the uh, – what was the older one? It was the uh, – the I one forgot. with uh, Homeboy. Homeboy, <laughs> <laughs> Socrates and Aristotle. Yeah, I think those. I think it was those two. Yeah, Socrates. It was the um, superiority, superiority oh, yeah. theory. I mean, that one I could see maybe kind of. I mean, like for that one, I feel it? like at least for modern stuff, it mm-hmm. kind of it does still apply in the like the comedian puts themselves in an inferior position to mm-hmm. be 
like laughed at by the crowd mm-hmm. and that kind of becomes a part of the jokes like someone may be like oh yeah well you know i'm so stupid i did this thing mm-hmm. like no one would ever do that except for me mm-hmm. i'm so stupid mm-hmm. you know so what frank what do you think makes things funny uh i don't know my favorite comedian's bill burr but mm-hmm. he says things that are not always harmless like when he's talking about <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah i'm gonna decrease the world's population by sinking uh cruise ships he's like nobody fucking likes people that go on cruises <laughs> just oh fuck. i mean that's kind of benign because it's like it's bad but mm-hmm. no one would ever actually do that mm-hmm. yeah but he's like serious <laughs> i mean i don't, I don't really how, believe he's i don't serious, know how serious but, he is about yeah. it but <laughs> but you know like that's one of the i feel like that's it uh, fits within the the structure of yeah that. i mean he it's has bad, but benign. he has this one where he where he's talking about uh hitting women hmm. he's like oh mm-hmm. he's like yeah i always say there's no reason to hit a woman he's like mm, really <laughs> really <laughs> i'm not i'm not saying you should that's a good clip but there's no reason well, it's, to hit a woman. That that more goes into the the second one where they they kind of break it up into. Uh, here, I'll read that one. Jim Jeffries is a good one to look at. He's there like are, super controversial. Like this, the last one is the presence of some sort of norm violation. There you go. Right? Yeah. I think that yeah. Gilbert. Yeah. So it's like uh, that would be, be Jim Jeffries for sure. Be it a Dave Chappelle too. Be it a moral norm violation. Right, like robbing a retirement home, right? Killing, I think that, killing I think cruise that, ships worth of people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then there's social norm violation, where like breaking up with a long-term boyfriend via text message. I think that's the majority mm-hmm. of stand-up comedy could be covered. Yeah, that, yeah. probably. Because then, like, some people laugh at like people falling. That would be the superiority. Yeah, that's what I was thinking of. Like the and then the Three Stooges that kind of fits in. That I don't know why, but this next one had me cracking up when I was reading this. Says or a physical norm violation. Uh oh. <laughs> Purposely sneezing directly on a child. <laughs> like imagine like a ba- a baby and you just choo, just right in its face. I was like, that uh, that kind of cracked me. Who's up. that guy from the first season of uh, American Vandal who has all those YouTube videos? Oh, Jimmy Tatro, dude. Okay, like yeah, don't, don't they have a video series of like them farting on babies? <laughs> Dude, Jimmy See, Tatro's that's a man. funny because it's <laughs> it's violating a norm, but yeah. it's very benign. Yeah. And then it says the benign or safe context in which the violence takes place. Uh, obviously, this can take many forms, like that farting on a baby, sneezing on a baby, or whatever. I like the farting on the baby better. <laughs> <laughs> a sneeze can happen accidentally. You don't accidentally fart on a baby. <laughs> and then, obviously, it's relative to the norm that you're in. Like just it can be different than our norm, and that's why people have different kind of senses yeah, of tolerances humor. for different yeah. kind of comedy and mm-hmm. yeah, because like people aren't always gonna find like someone's not gonna find you know murder jokes funny. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm gonna kill everybody on this cruise ship. You're terrible. You're a horrible human. Our farts dangerous. But yeah. So yeah, that last one I thought that, I think that one was the most modern one because it tries to kind of combine a bunch of different theories together. Mm. With that, like, um, man, I used to watch so much Jimmy Jimmy Tatro in college. I, I think I, I didn't see this guy until like you showed him to me like this oh, year. Oh, when he uh, oh for real, yeah. I, I used to send Enrique these videos. 
The frat lie? <laughs> yeah. Brother, so true. Or this one, look, see? He came up with this video. Oh, this the one where the kid like gets, is it the ripped in half one or? <laughs> Just watch. He's about as big of a traffic fan as they come, so in partnership with the Grant-A-Wish Foundation, both teams have agreed to come together and have Tommy run the first play of the game. And he got the handoff, and there he goes. Made a little cutback move, and it looks like he's going to go all the way. <laughs> Look at him go. Wow. This is really one of those heartwarming moments in sports where you just... Oh! <laughs> oh, my God. That was just, that is not good. <laughs> See, that one broke all the norms. That one broke the moral, social, and the physical norm. Oh, or have you seen the one where he's a translator for for uh, a basketball? It's like a pickup game of basketball? No. Oh, no. my God. <laughs> I haven't really seen any of his YouTube videos. Uh, I've seen dude, him in some movies and this stuff. This is where he started, man. Oh, I think, yeah, I've seen this one. No, this ain't it. God, where's it at? It's like one of his older the ones. The Strong D. Uh, da, da, da. Dang. I know it's still on there because I watched it not too long ago. <laughs> it's reminiscing. Yeah, it was just so funny. Basketball, bro. Basketball. Hmm. Do any of y'all watch the um, Barstool Sports? Mm-mm. What is that? El Prez. <clears throat> he reviews pizza. Nope. He's been doing like a pizza review. Is that that like nerdy white guy who wears a suit? Nerdy white guy? I, I don't. I really considered him to be nerdy. I mean, I don't know. We could be talking about two different things. But we'll, I'll, we'll play a clip here in just a second. Man, where is this video, man? <laughs> Fuck this video. Put up um, Barstool Sports pizza review. Barstool Sports. Yeah. Yeah, he was in Twenty Two Jump Street. That's Come on, they're like they're all over Facebook. Do the, that one. Nope, have not seen this. Biggie's Pizza. Hi, right, Frankie. We in Jacksonville, Florida. First time ever in Jacksonville. Uh, a lot of people say it's the worst place in Florida. That's what you said. But then there's two people looking at me, so I didn't want to say it too loud. But now they probably want to kill me. Um, Biggie's. They got the New York stuff going on. I didn't realize it. It's after Biggie Smalls. They got like, uh, you know, him, the, the rapper. I love the way you call me Big Papa. I love the way you call me Big Papa. I love the way you call me Big Papa. That's what's named right. They got, a, they got a nice mural. He's dead, by the way, Frankie. Little rap rivalry, Shug Knight, he's in jail. Tupac, people shooting each other. Bang, bang, left and right. One bite, everyone knows the rules. Big Slice. 
if I didn't see the mural, I would just says Biggie's after Big Slices, but it's not. After it's, uh, Biggie Small, I love the way you call me Big Bob. Bob. That's a song. He's saying that he's dead. He got shot. Rap rivalry. Bang, bang, bang. Pete Diddy wore the balloon clothes. And they dance like I love the way you call me Big Bob. He's his friend. <laughs> okay. And he, like, big guy in the sky. This is, uh... I love the way you call me Big Bob. One bite every nose. Biggie's. Kind of greasy. Not kind of greasy. Hey. <laughs> a lot of grease. Grease city. Gre- oh, yep. Got oohs and ahs from the crowd on the side. That's how much grease. <laughs> Very hot, too. And broken half. Um, we're, having, we're having some issues. One bite every knows the rules. Biggie. <laughs> Not happy upstairs. By the way, he had that song. I love the way you call me. Pop, pop. I love the way you call me. Pop, pop. One bite every knows the rules. They said this is the best in Jacksonville, by the way. We drove 45 minutes out of the way to come here. Biggie's on the beach. Not for the big slice, not the big pop up. I love the way you pop, big pop, pop. I love the way you pop, big pop, pop. One guy ever knows this. What? So I'm a New York guy, I try a new pizza place every single day. 450 days, one bite. You can get the app if you're ever in New York to get the best pizza. Uh, this isn't great. No? Okay. I don't want crushed dreams, but. Is this the first place you've been? In Jacksonville. pizza here in Jacksonville. Yep. Okay, well, other than like the Pizza Hut, your Domino's and all that. I think what was the other one, Moon River? Have you had that? Yes. Is it good? Say it's real good. I have a friend from New Hampshire, and he says the oh, loop geez. is really good. The loop, it's a, it's a burger and grill place. Oh. And they say they have. All right. Maybe we'll get the loop a shot. This. You've had better then. I've had better, a lot better. Well, New York, I guess you probably yeah. guys know how to do pizza in New York. Yep, big city. Yeah. Too many slickers. Which other one we do? Oh, pepperoni. Did you get that guy? No. Um, this I'm gonna give. <laughs> uh, 5.1. I love the way. <laughs> what's his uh? What's his rating system? Just out of ten. One out of ten. Tony Keys pepperoni on maple port. All right, I will. Oh, you wearing a Florida Gator shirt? Chomp, yes, chomp. Gator. Are you going to the game tomorrow? No, I'm going to watch it, though. Chomp, chomp. <laughs> this guy, uh... Chomp, chomp. Yeah, that's right. Oh, seems a little weird. Thank you. Nice <laughs> El Prez, bro. That's the president of Barstool Sports. Uh, so at the end of that video, it's just some <laughs> dude sitting shirtless in a lawn. <laughs> Titties on full display. The oh handlebar mustache. Jesus. But all, all his reviews are really good. Like, he's a real tough critic. Like, if you get into the eights, you're like, whoa, this is crazy. He needs to try that Rolos. Yeah, we should have him. <laughs> should the hit crew. him up. 
Hit him up. Try Rolos, And then bro. sometimes he'll have, like, special guests that come on. Like, I was watching one where he had Ray Allen. He had, like, you know, Dana White. You know, like a bunch of athletes because he's part of Barstool Sports. He's the president of it. So he's, like, real rich. Flies private. All that shit. Oh. Wow. And then he'll, like, if he sees someone who's, like, who walks by and has, like, a LeBron jersey... He'll say, fuck LeBron. He'll say, fuck LeBron, he sucks. <laughs> like, for real. Like, on the, just regular person on the street, just, hey, fuck LeBron. Or, like, someone will chirp up at him, and then he'll just talk shit back. <laughs> it's pretty funny. And then he went to, I think, Blaze. I think Blaze is LeBron's. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, he went there. He threw the pizza on the on the ground and said, gave it a 0. 0.0. Dang. Did he even taste it? No. Yeah, he tasted it. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> There's one place in Kentucky... Where he was like outside, and then he's like, "Man, this shit's cold." You might want to pull it up. It's like this shit's cold, like it's a cold slice. And then like they were like, because people will always recognize him. They're like, "Oh, hey, El Prez, like what's up?" Like all the time, there's always people recognize him on the. If on I saw piece. that dude, I wouldn't have recognized him before today. And then, um, and then like one of the guys, he was just like, "Hey, he's like they give me a cold slice, mm-hmm. like it's ice cold." And then uh, one of the guys that like, I'm not sure if it's the owner or just someone that works there. He's like, hey, uh, he's like, you guys have a permit to record or permission to record on my patio? And they're like, no. And they're like, all right, I'm just going to have you leave. And then he's like, fuck you. He's like, fuck you, 0.0, trash. <laughs> and then um, he's, he's like telling everyone, like, oh, they kicked us out. They kicked us out. And then the guy's like, they kicked you out? And they're like, yeah. And then the other guy was talking to the guy who kicked him out. He's like, do you know who this fucking is, dude? This is El Prez, like the pizza review guy. <laughs> Place shut down like a week later. Seriously, shut down. All right, well, I, th- I would mean that they have a lot of they had a lot of <laughs> other issues outside of yeah, El Prez approving of them. But yeah, well, and then they have like a shirt now. It's like it's a, I think it's called uh, Goodfellas. Instead of the two O's, it's zero point zero. And they're like, we're shutting down just to kind of rethink everything and get back on. You know, make sure we you know we deliver a quality product. Uh-huh. It was Goodfellas Pizza? Goodfellas. There's Goodfellas here. Yeah, it's a chain. I yeah. think the, the one that they went to was the original Goodfellas. Oh, the one here is good. Never even heard of it. Mm-hmm. It's good. That's good. You should watch this review. They're, they're really good. They're like not even that long. Well, like, clearly. This but one's he, like four minutes. He just repeated, I love you, love it when you call me Big Papa mm-hmm. like 50 times. Yeah. That was most of the review. You take that out, the review's like 30 seconds long. And then the guy who records, he like his family owns a pizza place. Is that a ten um, out of ten? No, he reviewed it. I think he was it was like a eight or something. Oh, so it was a real good one. Yeah. Has well, he ever given a ten? No, he doesn't give ten. Then what's the point in having a ten? Well, because it's there. Because he said his justification for never giving a ten um, is if you give it a ten, then there's nothing that can be better. Okay. So it's like literally if anything comes out in the future and it's like, oh, this is better than that. I mean, then that's you like, can't. I mean, you could have multiple tens. Yeah, but you can't You can't go above and beyond. You can't be like 10.1. I mean, you could. It's his own <laughs> system. <laughs> yeah. Mean, but yeah, I mean, he. He, he, he could he turn has, it to 11. I think he has like a handful of places that are nines <clears throat> and then like even, uh, a bigger kind of ish pool of eights. And then everyone else probably fall below that. All right. Mm-hmm. 
So yeah, just a night, just to give him a shout out. He's a cool. He seems like a cool guy. Um, and the reviews are entertaining. Like that one with the goat is pretty funny. <laughs> okay, that sounds. A little... Sorry, a <laughs> goat. Because people want to be on his show, so like they he, people were promoting goat yoga. Best pizza, brought... Brooklyn bonus goats. And uh, so yeah, that's. Kind of the end of that. Are you wanting? What's your KCC this week? Or unless, unless we want to talk about anything else, Frank. Anything else? You're right. good. Today's KCC spooky. I, yeah, I was trying to keep it on some Halloween themes, and this episode mm-hmm. once again coming spooky. out on Halloween. So I did some research around cultural assimilation. And looked at it from the perspective of, like, how Halloween has done it. (laughs) Yes. Go on. (laughs) I think I'm going to start with the history of Halloween. Oh, my God. Not the film franchise. What is that? Yeah, it's like something crying. Yeah. Yeah. That's a part of the song? Yeah. I never noticed that. Oh, my God. Sorry. Uh I mean, you're the biggest horror person here. I look for a thrill to scare myself. It's the only way you can feel alive? Yeah, basically. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so history of Halloween. Mm-hmm. It's a Celtic. It's based on a Celtic festival mm-hmm. called Samhain. Samhain? Samhain. 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 It's, it's spelled S-A-M-H-A-I-N, but pronounced... S O W I N. Sawin. Mm hmm. Sounds um, like Lord of Rings. Saruman. <laughs> I mean, mm. I mean, that guy's scary. Oh, yeah? You don't <laughs> like giant fiery eyes? No. In a tower? Um, <clears throat> oh, no, that's not Saruman. Anyway. Sawin. Anyway, shut up. Sawin. The um, Ooh, part spooky. of what they would do, it was a religious practice. Mm hmm. They had their druids, which were like their religious leaders. Mm-hmm. They would light bonfires and have burn crosses, ritual sacrifices. Oh, okay. Because they believed it was the transition between summer and winter, and winter was a dark season. A lot of people died because there was lack of food and mm-hmm. it was cold. Blah blah blah. They believed that October thirty first, November first, the veil between the living world and the world of the dead was the thinnest, so they dressed up in costumes to confuse the ghosts. What kind of costumes were they doing back then? I don't Michael know. Michael Jackson? Really thriller? see yeah. Blackface. Two thousand <laughs> years ago they were Is it racist back then? <laughs> I mean, I feel like Celtic people might not have known black people existed. Mm-hmm. But So if you don't know that black people exist, is it still racist? To do blackface? Yes. <laughs> Probably not. Okay, cool. <laughs> um, Find the line. Yeah. Uh, but for anyone who doesn't know, the Celts were like the UK region, like uh, current modern day Britain, Scotland, mm-hmm. Ireland, all that stuff. So they have a Celtic history. Um, like I said, it represented the end of summer, beginning of winter. By 43 AD, so that was like 2,000 years worth of time that this was their practice. Mm-hmm. Uh, by 43 AD, the Roman Empire had taken over 
a majority of the Celtic civilization. And two other existing Roman holidays kind of got mixed in with the Celtic traditions. The first was called Feralia, and it was a co- it was a commemoration of the passing of the dead. So it kind of fit in with what they already did. And the second was uh, them honoring a goddess named Pomona, who was the goddess of fruit and trees, and her symbol was the apple. And the speculation is that's where we get the tradition of bobbing for apples. It's from wow. this uh, Roman tradition. It's the <clears> lamest <throat> tradition ever. I always hated it. I have to say, I hated bobbing for apples. It feels stupid. Never did it. I mean, maybe it did like one time. I used to do it like because every now and then they'd have like Halloween stuff at my church when I was growing up. At your cult, you mean? Yeah, the cult of the Pentecost. What kind of Halloween did they celebrate? Well, we'll get to that because it all kind of got integrated in with the church. Mm -hmm. So by 609 AD, uh, it became All Saints Day in honor of Christian martyrs and saints. And then by 1000 AD, it was uh, Christianity was the dominant religion in the Celtic regions. So November 2nd became All Souls Day. And they used, the church used that as a, a way to integrate the existing pagan practices into Christianity and make it a, an official holiday for them to celebrate but sanctioned by the church because it was celebrating Christianity. So is that just to make Christianity more popular or palatable yeah. for everyone else? Like, hey, we're accepting of your Yeah, I mean, if you look culture. at Christianity in general, mm-hmm. anytime that they tried to you know, do mission trips and spread the gospel, they always take in local customs and make it a part of the religion. Because it makes it more palatable for the, the locals because they'll be like, oh, yes. I believe in God. I believe in Jesus Christ as my one true Savior. But I also get to still practice my stuff. That's smart. So that's also, I mean, like Easter, Christmas, those also have the same kind of historical backgrounds. But I didn't look into those that much. So as far as the United States goes, it had been practiced in colonial times because, I mean... Was it called Halloween still? No. What was it called? <clears throat> um, let's see. Well, I had a list of them written down. Sorry, I didn't mean to keep get you off track. I'll have to look at the I'll have to okay, find it. Yeah. But there was a list of names that it kind of went through. Uh, basically, it wasn't really practiced in New England and like the northern colonies, mostly because those were the more strict religious ones of, you know, piety and you only do the bare minimum and it's all about work so no fun um but it was practiced in maryland in the south then uh eventually it got kind of mixed in with native american customs um it became about ghost stories mischief and then autumn festivals just kind of celebrating changing of seasons and i mean kind of what the original one was about saw one was about but I guess less people died. They had they had better practices for storing stuff, so it just became about kind of celebrating the changing of the seasons. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this was all during the colonial times. Uh, <clears throat> so in the second half of the 19th century, and 
kind of that was the continuation all the way through like the first half of the 19th century by the second half uh a lot more irish immigrants came over and that popularized it like nationwide because before it was just kind of sex because it was very much split up based on where you lived but then irish settlers came in they brought over the fact that they were direct lineage from the original tradition and they just kind of popularized it throughout the rest of the country uh, then in the late 19th century, there was a push to make Halloween more of a community-based holiday, less about <clears throat> mischief and ghosts and scary stuff. It was more about letting children go out and... Trick or treat? Yeah, get get candy. Trick and, or treat! And all that Smell kind of stuff. Smell my feet. <clears throat> but then by the 20th century, the whole mischief thing got brought back in, so like people throwing eggs at houses and... TPing houses, that kind about. of stuff. Um, but the 1920s to the 1950s was the big push for kind of the modern iteration of Halloween that we know of. But it ultimately has its roots in pagan religion where they celebrated, or rather they were trying to hide from ghosts. There was also something called soul cakes where... Soul cakes? Soul cakes? Yeah, because it was like a... He's got them soul cakes. White as a ghost. Uh, It was a practice where like poor people would ask for food. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of the origination of the trick-or-treating. Giving food for... A trick? Like a... Like kind of trick? No, it's like they would give food to the poor people Mm -hmm. in exchange for the poor people praying for their family. Hmm. So it was like a, I'll give you this if you do something for me. So it was, it was the a sweet thing for them to eat, and that's kind of how it, the whole trick or treating thing got started. Mm-hmm. It kind of evolved from from that. But now we can move into kind of modern cultural assimilation. So that was something that took place over like three thousand, four thousand years. Uh, so it went from purely a religious practice uh, for about 3,000 years. And then in modern history, it's been transitioned into just a community day, like a day for people to go around and get candy, a day for people to decorate their houses or dress up for fun. So it doesn't really have a lot of the religious stuff, mostly because in the 1920s and 1950s, the church tried to separate uh, Halloween from... Any kind of, you know, witchcraft and stuff like that. They disliked the idea that people would use it as a way to... And they failed. ...practice the, the dark of, arts. I see a lot of witch hoes on Instagram. <laughs> so they failed Your favorite? horribly. Well, I mean, it, it, it's kind of like the... It's just benign. It's like, uh, who really cares if someone dresses up as something that could be seen as evil? Yeah. It's just for fun. Which is kind of the what they wanted. Um, <clears throat> so I'm going to give a definition of cultural assimilation now. Mm-hmm. The process whereby individuals or groups of differing ethnic heritage are absorbed into the dominant culture of a society. So a big point of contention in modern times, with especially the rise of the alt-right, is... Immigrants, specifically mm-hmm. Hispanic immigrants, people from Mexico and other Latin American countries, 
are not assimilating and therefore are a huge issue. So they try to, they claim that assimilation is the main issue with immigration. If they came over here and acted exactly like us Americans, Americans. it'd be all fine. Mm -hmm. But no, they come over here and try to turn our country into their country. Mm -hmm. That's something we hear a lot, uh, especially with like uh, Muslim people saying that they're trying to bring Sharia law to the United States. Mm -hmm. um, so it's a big talking point mm -hmm. in political circles. So what really is assimilation? Like with Halloween, it was something that was kind of used as a way to bring a group that didn't want to be a part of a dominant society into the society by integrating their practices into the existing major practices to make them feel more comfortable with the transition into a new structure, which is really what, in my opinion, assimilation should be about. It's not about getting rid of wholesale what made the original group original or different. It's about how can we all coexist with a common set of ideologies, but, you know, different day-to-day -day practices, perhaps. So there's kind of two major uh, types of assimilation. They have the principal emphasis. So it's a belief in the Constitution and the rule of law, the pursuit of happiness and all that kind of stuff. And a strong work ethic and a belief in equality. That would be the principles emphasis. So it doesn't matter where you're from. If that's what you think of whenever you're living in the United States, that makes you an American, a citizen of the United States, and you have assimilated. Because that's the core values of being a, a United States citizen. Mm -hmm. The identity assimilation view is that you have to get rid of everything that you associated with your old country, your old life. So you can't speak your native language, can't practice your native religion, can't have any of those kind of existing beliefs that you brought over from your original country. You have to conform to the dominant way of thinking in the new country, which would be the United States in this case. So if you were Muslim in your old country, you come over and you now have to be Christian because that's the dominant religion. You have to get rid of wearing like the hijab. You have to stop speaking anything other than English because that's the dominant language here. So all those are kind of the alt-right's main talking points. Mm -hmm. of, And whenever they bring up assimilation, it's all, almost always that. It's just that these people don't necessarily remind you of exactly what you would think of if you think of an American citizen. And that, for some reason, rubs people the wrong way. That's kind of, it's based in racism, really, mm -hmm. ultimately. Um, so they have to come over, dye their skin. We're going to bleach you, they dye your hair, They permanent blue contact. <laughs> I mean, from what I was... Reading, I mean, ultimately, yeah, if you, if you could do that. That's probably what they do. That'd put probably you in be somewhere. what they would prefer. Is just do what you've always wanted to do. 
turn you into a nice white man. Yep. Going to yep. take you from the savage you are, <laughs> turn you into one of God's chosen people. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of uh, the takeaway that I saw from a lot of the stuff I was reading and just the stuff I've seen in general, like news stories all the time. Like Donald Trump has brought it up countless times. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, it'd be, it would be different if they came over here and assimilated. Like, But someone's version of assimilation is not always the same. Like, mm-hmm. like I said, I don't think that getting rid, like if, if you come from a Spanish-speaking household, mm-hmm. you shouldn't be forced to speak, to not speak Spanish. Mm-hmm. Like uh, one of the the article that I read was from the New York Times, and it was called uh, "What Does It Take to Assimilate in America?" Um, it was the author who wrote it was talking about like this plane ride where she was talking to a guy who owned like I think it was a deli or something like that, and in his neighborhood apparently a lot of Korean people had moved in, so he was like, "Well, you know, it'd be different if they came over here and assimilated, but they're sending their kids out there to learn." Korean and uh, learning how to read and write. And so I see a bunch of signs out there in Korean. And so I can't understand it. And mm-hmm. I just, I don't like it. If they came over here and assimilated, it'd be different. So I guess the, the main issue that I have with the modern version of assimilation or what's used, it's touted as assimilation by mm-hmm. a lot of dominant political groups now is that it's just outright racist. It's based on if you don't speak English, which is a as a nation, we don't have an official language. So there's no rule that says you have to speak English. If you want to have a more successful business or you want to be... yeah, If you want to interact more easily in the United States, then yes, being English will go a long way for you. But... If you own a Spanish-speaking business and you didn't have any English-speaking employees, that would just be a business that's not for me to go to if I don't speak Spanish. That's the way that I look at it. If you go to a Mexican restaurant and no one speaks English, you know it's going to be bomb as yeah, fuck. Yeah, that's what I say. Yeah. That good. <laughs> that good, good. Yeah. I mean, because they keep the original culture. They know mm-hmm. what... Makes that's their, the fun part. Their stuff good. That's the fun part of living where we live. It's everything's not uniform. Yeah, there are you know you'll be driving on the road. There'll be Spanish, Korean signs up. You know, all different kinds of languages. Like I don't. I mean, I don't know what that store is. So I don't. Really, I'm not really bothered by it. Like, do yeah. I? Do I really want to go to that store <clears throat> that bad? Where I go in there, speak English, you piece of shit. Yeah. Like, that's the thing. Like, I've never understood that mentality of, like, you feel entitled enough that you can walk into any place mm-hmm. and expect complete service for everything. I like, mean, in some places it makes sense. Like, if there is a, um, let's just say, like, a major hospital. Well, yeah, I mean. Like, you would expect everyone to speak the the primary English, language in the primary country, language because yes. that's just a safe bet. Yeah, a lot of people speak English, so you have to be able to communicate with a lot of different people. But I mean, like honestly, like in that example, mm-hmm. like I don't really know many doctors that are certified to work in the United States that wouldn't know English. Yeah, that's just <clears throat> like it's almost the education is in English. Yeah, you have to be and able to, to 
yeah, even if you get your degree in another country, like they could have been a doctor in Mexico, to get mm-hmm. a license in the United States, you still have to do stuff, which mm-hmm. means you probably are doing stuff in English. Um, like I don't know if they have like on, like Spanish on, only Spanish speaking hospitals. Like, I don't even think that's a thing. I would imagine not, but <laughs> yeah. I mean, if it's... the entire population of a, of a city, like if you go to like Brownsville or something, that's mm-hmm. essentially Mexico at that point. <clears throat> it wouldn't surprise me if I there mean, were places that were assimilation is it's a lot it's sound it's it's easier than it sounds right just come to a country stop speaking your own language start learning another language learn it in a week learn it in a week <laughs> and then go find a job i mean assimilation in terms of mm-hmm. like yeah get rid of everything yeah i mean that's, think that's really hard to do it's like okay so i mean what are people coming over here for they're probably looking for jobs yeah. or just opportunity <clears throat> and then yeah, usually I mean, america the united states touts itself as mm-hmm. the land of opportunity and usually so. you're starting out with nothing you're starting out with zero or maybe sometimes even less than zero depending on like if you have like a disability or something like that yeah where you're definitely not starting at you know years and of being here so you you come here, you're like, all right, first things first, you got to find a job or something that's going to pay the bills, all right? Usually that's jobs that are not that great, pretty shitty jobs. Yeah. Usually manual labor takes all day. You're pre- pr- probably pretty tired at the end of the day. And you're probably not getting paid that much. Probably not getting paid that much, <clears throat> all right? So now you got to fit in some time to go to school to learn English, all right? Now you got to fit that in somewhere. Okay, you know, what what's what's the easier way to do this? Find a job in a community that's like me where everyone else seems to be speaking my language and the signs are up and I can read them and so I'm going to be or in that area, right? I'm going to be chilling out in that area and now maybe you know, learning English is put in the you know, on the back burner cuz I'm comfortable, there's a community around me that supports me and I can you know, buy things without, you know, having any kind of issues or anything. Um, and then, then you throw kids into it. Now you got to raise kids. That takes up all your time. And you're working. There's just no time. I mean, it's, it's unfortunate. And then you're, but now, the best thing about it is now you give your kids opportunity to, because you go to school. Because when I went to school, like, I, te- I guess technically my first language was Spanish. Mm-hmm. Um, is and that then, what was spoken at home? Yeah, that's just what it was spoken at home, even to this day. Yeah, that's what I speak at home. Um, so going, but going to school, like my English was pretty good. Like it wasn't that bad. Um, I was put in ESL courses. Like I remember, like in like third, fourth, fourth grade, maybe. I was in ESL. I'm like, I can speak English. I don't know what the fuck I'm in ESL for. <laughs> Did you stay in there the whole year? Yeah, I was in there uh, the whole the whole time. But you were speaking that English. <laughs> yes, I was speaking did you, English. Did your teacher ever be like, uh No, it's just it was one of those things where it's you're Hispanic. You maybe I had an accent. I don't think I have I mean, an accent. Technically they were right. It was your second language. Yeah. So, yeah, so it, ESL works. maybe maybe uh but could you write in English real well? I don't. I don't remember. Okay, because that, that's also yeah factor I mean, like your reading and writing skills. Yeah. So I'm I'm assuming they were just giving me extra attention in English just to get, get me caught up, right? 
Um, but I mean, it even like going into middle school and high school, it was always like, don't speak Spanish, like because there were a lot of Hispanic kids in like the schools that I went to, mm-hmm. and it was just like, don't don't speak Spanish. Like, you who can't was telling do that? that? Teachers, like they would send you to the principal if you were speaking Spanish. Seriously? Yeah. That's just, ridiculous. Yeah, it was like some people, some teachers would get like fucking hot, bro. Like if you were speaking Spanish, they'd be like, "Why are you speaking Spanish?" Well, they do the whole "This is America." No, I don't know about that, but it, it, people would get hot. I feel. I mean, the only reason I can see for someone to get mad about that mm-hmm. is that they believe that if you're in the United <laughs> States, you speak English. Yeah. I mean, also, I mean, you're talking that shit. Yeah, they, they, think. They, they, they just think you're talking shit or just whatever the <clears> case. Just like, I don't understand you, so I don't want you speaking that. I mean, that's like kind of the other side of this whole thing is that cultural assimilation is always a two-way street. Mm-hmm. Like, sure, the dominant culture will generally be the one to absorb the smaller one, whoever's like coming in. But if I live in an area that ends up being primarily Hispanic or some other like Korean, Chinese, you know, something that's not a dominantly English-speaking community, it would be up to me to either move to mm-hmm. another area that mostly speaks English or learn the language if I really want to frequent these businesses or communicate better with people who are moving in. Mm-hmm. Like it's not just up to them. It's up to us as well as, as the citizens who are already here to try to make them feel comfortable. Cause it's, it, this isn't just one particular <laughs> group's country. This is yeah. everyone's country who, who does become a citizen. <clears throat> so it's, I mean, I feel like every immigrant goes, has a similar story. It's like you, you get here, you're, I mean, if you get here, your English isn't usually that great. You try, I mean, there's attempts to learn maybe. Uh, you'll learn a few words and then you get kids and then they translate for you. That's just like a comment. Yeah, that was a lot of my friends. Yeah, it's just, oh, my kids know, so they'll translate for me and then yeah. it just makes it. Kind of, it, it just comes a crutch. That, yeah, there's a crutch. It's understandable. Like, well, oh yeah, I mean, it's perfectly reasonable, especially like if they didn't have the same kind of opportunities that you know a native-born citizen would have to go to college necessarily. <clears throat> they could just be working, you know, something that they have to work like ten to twelve hours a day or more, and you don't really have a lot of time at that point or resources. Like, am I gonna go to a college course? pay night school and yeah. then like have to be with my kids too yeah, much somehow ra- somehow raise a child yeah yeah i mean the white people answer. i mean and and then like this that that would all be stuff that they would say like people who are opposed to that kind of thing just say that's not my problem that's something you should have had figured out before coming here yeah that's my assimilation yeah. is a two-way street yeah. like it's you can't put the onus completely on the group coming in, especially in a place that doesn't have any set yeah, you know, walls. There's, and then there's no structure to help people out coming in. Like if there were, if there was like a set structure where you would come in, uh, they're like, all right, we're going to have free courses for English, you know, every, you know, Tuesday and Thursday. Yeah. Right. Go, go to that spot. They'll help you with your English, your, your reading, your writing. And then, um, and then help you in that way, at least I could understand. It's like, okay, you know, they're giving you the option. 
And maybe you're just not taking, you know, uh, advantage of it because you got other things, but at least it's there. Yeah. I mean, at this point, it could just be, I mean, there's online stuff. Yeah. <clears throat> but but even yeah. that, like, you may not be able to afford yeah. internet whenever you first move here or something. Uh, yeah. Like, I guess my whole thing with this is that assimilation does work. It's usually a slow process. Yeah. Um, like, Halloween. Uh, I think we need a better, took years. We need a better system. For what? Oh, for assimilating? Yeah. Yeah. Like an actual good... America 101. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know hey, what the these actual... are the basic things you need to know. Yeah. Well, I mean, what's the actual citizenship test like? Yeah. Isn't that a lot of, like, history? I mean, and... it's a lot of history stuff, yeah. And it's all in English, isn't it? <clears throat> or is it in no? a native language? I I would think it's in a native language. Okay. Because, I mean, yeah, I think a part of that should be, all right, here we speak English as our dominant language. This is the language of business. Like, do you, maybe it's just like a question, do you want to learn this? We will have resources available if you want it. Otherwise, if you don't take up take us up on it now as a part of the citizenry stuff, then, yeah, you may hold yourself back or lose opportunities in some areas. Or just if I will say, hey, some people are racist against people who don't speak English. <laughs> uh-huh. And if they hear you talking it, they're going to snap off on you. They're going to F you up. So yeah, it's just, it's not a reason to be, to hate anyone just because they're different from you. Even though that's no. kind of human nature, unfortunately. Um, we have to do better. And yeah, like I think uh, there needs to be a complete overhaul of the immigration process, like. It shouldn't be as expensive as it is, because from what I understand, it can be thousands upon thousands of dollars, like tens of thousands of dollars potentially, over like ten years, to become a citizen of the United States, and that's just ridiculous. I get. Yeah, that means like the legit way of doing it, and then it can take years and years and years before you get citizenship. Some people just don't have that luxury. Yeah, so that's so like, why they do it the other way. I mean, it should be something that's like, yeah, we don't want to just accept anyone and everyone because mm-hmm. there are definitely bad people who, if we can avoid having them come to the country, probably should. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it doesn't need to be so strict and so expensive and just like just restrictive in general that just general people can't. Like if you wanted to, if you lived in Mexico and you decided, hey... There's not enough going on over here. I'd rather go to the United States. It shouldn't take you 10 years and, you know, $15,000 to become a U.S. citizen. That's just ridiculous, in my opinion. At most, it should probably be like one to two years. But I feel, I guess, going back to the original point, like, I think Halloween seems harmless enough to where it's easily... It's it's easy to assimilate in, in, into your own culture. It's, it's but that like, wasn't the original mm-hmm. view of it because like originally it was seen as a satanic ritual. It yeah. was seen as the devils because it was purely religious. Mm-hmm. It was purely religious at the beginning. It was mm-hmm. druids who were the religious leaders, and this was a practice to make sure that the people who lived in these communities, the tribes or whatever they were, didn't get killed by ghosts. Yeah, I mean, but now it's. 
It's been taken over. It's been yeah, commercialized. Now. But that's the thing. Like that's yeah. the progression of it. Like mm-hmm. that is the assimilation. It's it's not just. It's not seen as purely an American thing. It's not seen as purely a Celtic thing. A lot of people don't even realize that it's based on Samhain. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's kind of that's one of the better known ones. And people all over <clears> the world, <throat> they um, celebrate Halloween, right? Yeah, I mean, it's primarily like a European American thing, but like J- the people in Japan, do they do that? Uh, I mean, they, to a degree, it, but right? that's partially because they're also into Western society. They, love, they, they want to be white, but they have their like. Japan specifically has a lot of history around like ghost stories and stuff like that. Like because their yeah, culture mean, is based like every purely on has, Shintoism. Every culture has that some kind of like spiritual kind of thing yeah. going on. I mean like Dia de los Muertos would be kind of like the Halloween Halloween kind of it's still that spiritual thing, mm-hmm. which is kind of like what the original version of Halloween was, where it was about I guess it's more like what happened whenever it got integrated in with uh, the Roman society, where it was about celebrating the dead. Um, but it just kind of takes a bunch of those aspects. Like, yeah, a lot of cultures have something like that. But I just felt like Halloween was a potentially good way to look at it. One of the other options that people brought up was like, whenever the Irish first came over, they viewed them as like second class, third class citizens. The worst of the worst of white people. White niggers is what they were called. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, so whenever they came over, like things like St. Patrick's Day were viewed as like, no, you don't. We're not doing that. That's not anything for us. And now it's celebrated nationwide, and no one really <clears throat> considers that it was purely a yeah. You just get trashed. Irish thing. Yeah. Got to wear green. Oh, 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 we gonna pinch you. Yeah. Gotta hate hate that. <laughs> but um. Yeah, cultural assimilation. It's a two-way street. Don't be the douchebag who goes around telling people to speak English. A, we don't have a a law against it in the United States, and B, you can learn the other language if you want to. Mm-hmm. It's um, too much work, though. Well, it's too much work for the people that don't <laughs> speak English already, too. Oh yeah, it's just basically don't be jerks. You know, don't realize be a jerk. that other mind people... your own fucking business. <laughs> Other people have their own issues. Which is a common kind of thread. Mind your own business. If that person's speaking Spanish, who gives a fuck? Mind your own business. It in no way affects you. Unless you're talking about beating your ass. Then I guess (laughs) it affects you. But you won't find out until later. So, (laughs) Yeah, there's physical cues that you can can read without understanding (laughs) what they're saying. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's just... Don't be the racist person who don't be a racist prick. That, that everyone who comes here should just stop. Follow some arbitrary yeah. rules. Don't be entitled. Yeah, I think yeah. that's what it all comes down to. People that are entitled are the people that, which has become for some reason a lot of the United States. Yeah, entitled, and that's why we shouldn't do the whole. Let's become focused solely on the United States because then we'll just become even more entitled and we're better than everybody for sure at everything. Yeah. Like nationalism is a driving force for just stupidity. And just throughout history. Throughout history. Like China should have taken over the world instead of the British because they had the ships to go around the world like a thousand years before anyone else. But guess what? They decided now we're going to we're going to look into ourselves and then we're also going to do opioids all the time. <laughs> <laughs> and then 
guess what? The British took over, so now white people are mm. the dominant people. God, could you imagine that world where Chinese people are everywhere? The Chinese are the yeah. the majority. Yeah. Do you think you I mean, would have been enslaved? I'd probably be a Chinese person. <laughs> <laughs> If yeah. we're going by the dominant standard here, I would have been Chinese. This alternate reality where... Yeah, whoa. So who would have been the slaves? Hmm. Potentially still black people. Yeah, Damn. <laughs> Damn genetics. Fuck. Fuck. I mean, you got to think of how it all happened. Like, it was the... I mean, tribalism in general led to... Bro, white people they in the sun? Are you kidding me, dog? <laughs> no, mean, they catch fire in the sun, bro. I mean, white people probably would have been like the... The very second class citizens. Like the in the house servant. Are we going to have a white person for that? They can't be outside. They're, they will literally die because of the sun. Oh, look, he's he's fainting in the house right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's unfortunate. He's got the vapors. The vapors. <laughs> yeah. It's unfortunately, bro. Just black people got them good genetics. Fuck. Uh, isn't that because of all the breeding that yeah, know, that's a theory. the slave owners Bro, yeah. I feel like if you go Selective to Africa breeding if you go of... to Africa, you see some people that are fucking jacked as shit. I think that's that is because of like Africans were the ones who did the whole like you hunt by just wearing out your prey kind of thing. Yeah. Like oh, I'm just chasing you. there's a whole tribe in Africa that's like everyone's like six, seven. Just oh fuck. Africa's got those good genetics. The, the yeah. name I of the tribe is NBA. <laughs> <laughs> the the NBA. The Mba. Mba tribe. The Mba tribe. Hey, 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 hey. Just Their leader. LeBron. James all. And Michael Jordan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> but yeah, man. Am I going to be called racist for laughing at these jokes? No. Nah, brah. <laughs> you can't help what you laugh at. Nah, okay. brah. As we learned from Mike earlier this episode. Yeah, you can't be, you know, laughing and being like, why am I laughing? I mean, you can be. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's usually like a right after thing. I mean, there's times I've laughed at jokes. Where I'm like, man, I probably shouldn't have laughed at that. <laughs> nah, man. You just laugh. Just laugh, bro. And accept it. Just laugh. Accept the consequences, even if it means getting your ass beat. Like, okay, let's say we were in, like, a room full of black people watching, like, a comedy show, right? And then, uh, let's just say, like, a uh, uh, just a mixed crowd. Maybe, like, there's, like, a black group, right? And then the co- the comedian says something, like, a offensive black joke. And then... Keith's laughing. Like, oh. Am I the only one laughing? Yeah, is he the only one laughing? Though? No, there's like, there's some people laughing. Some? And, yeah, it's, I mean, it's not like the best joke ever. So it's like some people are laughing, some people aren't. Okay. And Keith's, Keith's laughing. <laughs> and then like, are you like, fuck this guy? He's no, we're at, at no I joke. know what to expect if we're watching okay. a comedian. I mean, he does. Doesn't mean everyone else does. Yeah. Just fuck you, bitch. Why are you laughing at this joke? I mean, isn't that why Dave Chappelle said he went to Africa? A white guy laughed too hard at one of his black jokes. Yeah, something like that. Nah, I don't know. That's what he said. Yeah, that's what he said on Oprah. Yeah. He's like, they were laughing I too like, hard. Man. I mean, I guess eventually it would get to you, it, but. It was Keith. <laughs> <laughs> you <laughs> motherfucker. He saw me through the TV. Well, I think that winds it. 
to the end of this episode. If you're Happy still evening. listening, thanks for listening. It's one of our longer ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> How long is it actually? Uh, about? We're at I'd say it's like two hours. Two plus. hours and eleven minutes. Oh dang! <laughs> it's a good thing we don't have to sync stuff up anymore. Yeah. yeah. All right. Happy um, Halloween, everybody. Yeah, happy Halloween. This comes music. out on Halloween. Play the music. Oh, this isn't a very good. <laughs> Come on, dude. Hey, dude, my bad. So, uh, hit us up on Twitter. Let us know what you think about our episode. Send us pictures of your Halloween costume so yeah. we can judge you very harshly. I think we're also going to start posting the episodes on Patreon. So yeah. I want to see some Hitler hoes out, out there. Out. Yeah. Don't don't forget that we have a Patreon. <laughs> go go support. We uh we need the support. Follow us on Twitter at K Minorities. And uh, hit yeah. us up. That's I run it. that bitch. <laughs> I think that's it. That's it. Have a good have a good uh, Wednesday, everybody. All right. Bye, everybody. Hard transition. Later. (laughs)